Welcome back to Just Trish 15 Love. Yay. Get it. <laughs> Wait, is that on NBC? <laughs> I was saying to Ariana, like, yeah. Oh, wow. Love. Okay. Get it. Smash. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I am wearing Sweetener Foundation. My foundation's not here today, but it's over there. I'm wearing Sweetener Foundation by Rem Beauty. And Ariana's last name is not Rem. And Selena Gomez did not name her cosmetic line after her rare disease. But we love it all the same. And no, she's not a meme. Selena Gomez is my queen. I dress up as Ariana more because I think I look more like Ariana. But I love Selena Gomez so much. Anyways, guys, it's just Trish. But also just Trish and Oscar and Moses. Cheers. Living for the look. Thank you. Yeah. Do I look like Ariana? Do I look like Ariana? Did you have to customize the hat or did it actually fit your head? It actually fit my head. And oh, it's a children's work. one. And I was like shook that this worked. And I actually ordered the exact shoes she wore and a great top. It just hasn't come yet. I got it from Bergdorf Goodman. And I like I sped order. I rushed it, but it didn't come yet. So anyways, I, I was living for it. I just live for an Ariana moment. Between you manifesting Ariana, me and manifesting Livia Rodrigo, like I honestly really am starting to <gasps> yes! believe in us. Oh my god, what if they both come on? I know. I honestly, I don't know if I'm just like Delulu as well. Like maybe you gotta be Delulu. You have to. You gotta yeah. believe. I we, mean, if we can get Don Yasmin, anything can happen. That was my number one. Done, and we can get anyone. Yeah, and you did Anybody. it so early too. Like, oh, I know. Like two six, months seven, twelfth <laughs> episode. I don't know what episode we're on. Sorry, babe. Go ahead. I feel like Ariana with this. Thank you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Next topic. Yeah. Yeah. I love to hear your Olivia Rodrigo impression. How does she talk? I don't know. She just talks like normal. Like kind of like. I mean, I feel like she kind of talks like me, where she's kind of what? valley girl. Really? And yeah, she's kind of valley girl like me. But like, okay, let's get the vampire. But she's like chill. <laughs> Is that how she talks? Let's go with the vampires. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard her talk. I know her songs. But you just wanted to be Olivia Coded today. I wanted to be Olivia Coded. I'm like, it. I'm gonna go all the way because I'm ne- I'm always a little too embarrassed to wear my Olivia Rodrigo merch I because I feel like I'm that meme, that Steve Buscemi, like, hello fellow kids. Yes. Um, the bucket hat especially. The bucket hat is so Y2K though. I it's love the it. First is that time I've ever worn it. Yeah. It's brutal out here. Yeah. I feel like Ariana for real because I actually can't see, so I'm always like <laughs> squinting. I'm like, but I actually can't. Like I can't see anything. So I was like, it's brutal. It's brutal out here. Okay. I love it. I lo- it's very Y2K with the butter fly too that's a survive so she's like my i started wearing sweater vest because of olivia rodrigo too so yeah she wears sweater vests she like i'm gonna credit her controversial but i'm gonna credit olivia rodrigo for bringing back the sweater vest who else would be who else wears i honestly don't people are gonna say it wasn't her but i'm gonna credit her yeah yeah, olivia if you want to come on just trish oh my god we would love to have i would (laughs) love to save space yes i feel like any guest that comes on like i usually know them all the ones we had i like know them very well but like i do do a deep dive into people before they come on like even people i know well like christine quinn or something i like like submerge myself for like eight hours the night before into just finding every single information <laughs> interview about them and because i just like to ask questions that like haven't been asked or things like i want to elaborate on and i feel like olivia rodrigo i don't know like i literally know nothing about her but she does interviews yeah like very rarely now she used to follow me on twitter we used to, <gasps> she used to be my umfi and she um, what's umfi <laughs> what's that umfi <laughs> what I, you are y2k you are no you're not y2k you are gen z you are Oompy, one, of my, one of my followers is what it stands oh, for. Oomph. Yeah, but like to make oomphy. it cuter, it's like ooh, my, one of my oomphies. Oomphie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love. Oh my God, what happened? She unfollowed you? She unfollowed, like once she got, she popped off, she got too famous and then she did like an unfollow. Oh. She follows zero people now. She unfollowed. So I was a casualty oh, of no. the mass Olivia Rodrigo unfollow. Yeah. Why did she follow you in the first place? Did you tag her or something? No, I um, I just followed her and then she followed me back. What if she follows me? I don't have my phone. Maybe she follows me. <laughs> 
She's probably zero people now. Oh my gosh. But maybe she did at one point. Oh, so zero? that's why, yeah. Because she got like too big, too fast. And, and then everyone what? would like comment. You know, when you like unfollow someone and it becomes mm. like me. So she didn't want any of that. So she just unfollowed everyone. So she probably just doesn't scroll. Because I'm like, how do you see people you want to see? I, she's only really active like on TikTok and I, on Instagram. I feel like she probably has a Finsta though. So mm. maybe on her Finsta she follows you. She never you. pops up on my TikTok ever. You have to be Ever. like on Live Talk. But is, I feel like all the TikTok is Live Talk because I do. I see her name and songs pop up all the time, but I never see her. She doesn't. She only started posting recently because she has the album to promote oh. that's available on the iTunes and Spotify. Oh, I've seen that. And her posters <laughs> like her like that, yeah. her, that's her tour poster. Yeah, okay, which cute. do you have an American Express card? Oh my God, why you want to buy tickets? <laughs> Also, no, because I don't have good credit and I don't know how to pay off my credit cards. So, Shit. no. Wait, I think Moses says that. Why? Uh, what do we want? Want to buy tickets? She has an American Express presale, um, and I don't have an American Express anymore. So, oh, when do you need to get them? We could get them. Maybe I don't know. Do, does our American Express work? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> we got the American Express around our. Um, when I say we, my husband, because he had the good credit score until we became. By the way, until we got joint accounts, um, it changed his credit score. So, like, if you get married to someone and they have awful credit, maybe don't get a joint account with them because we got a joint account. We still have like our separate accounts and stuff like that, but we got a joint one and it like totally changed his credit score. And he had like perfect credit. So, like, anyways, back to the wedding. Our wedding. I told you this whole thing. We had a budget of like two hundred thousand. We spent the whole two hundred thousand. She goes, oh, that buys you drapes, basically. And I was like, oh. Yeah, so we had nothing, like no entertainment, nothing. So the last two weeks, we had to scramble for anything. Like he took out a line of credit, his American Express, all this stuff like that. I also didn't know you had to pay the American Express like off. <laughs> I thought it was like a credit card where you just like make payments. So I was like, ah, luckily I still was making money back then. But, um, and Moses, I mean, he paid it off pretty fast, but I was, I felt so bad because I was just like, oh my gosh, what do I do? Because he like took out like all these, like for this wedding that he like didn't even, you know, anyways, it was more budget than we wanted. But what was the point of that? I just shared the a lot credit, of information about yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, don't get the joint account. Oh, but we have American Express. That's okay, the point. Period. Yeah, we're going to have period. to invest it. <laughs> I think it's paid off pay now. That off. I yeah. think so. So I don't know. That's my, my boyfriend is really good. He's like obsessed. He always talks about his credit score. He's like, I don't know why. He's obsessed with it. He what is loves, it? I don't know what it is, but it's like good. I'm, just some, like, I'm someone who is kind of like out of sight, out of mind, you know? Like yes. I just set up the payments and then I'll just like use it. Oh, and, you have, yeah. But you he, have credit. Yeah. But I. Sometimes, but I have ADHD too, so I also am like, oh, I'll pay that off, and then I forget. Yeah. So, you know, there's been some casualties, but he's, like, obsessed. Like, he'll use his credit card and pay it off, like, the next day. He's, like, one of those. Those so, people are psycho. I'm like, how? how do you do it? He loves it. No, even to this day, I forget to make payments. I just forget. I had one credit card. I don't have credit cards now for this reason. I had one credit card. And well, the reason I got bad cards to begin with was when I was 18. I used to take out, like, they used to send me credit cards for, like, $500. So <laughs> like, I had, like, yeah. eight, $500. Yeah. I paid them and, like, never... I didn't know you were supposed to make credit cards off. Swear. No idea. Like, I would just throw out, like, bills that looked like junk. I just threw them out. Like, I wouldn't. And But the same way, I used to get SAG after residual checks. But I didn't know. I was new. I was 18. I was on one TV show. And I used to throw those out. And those used to be, like, 2003. Because I I was on a show called The Greg Barrett Show. And I joined after almost right away when I was 18. And they would pay me, like, $1,800, $2,000 an episode, which was huge for me when I was 18. But I wasn't getting the checks because I was throwing them out because they looked like they looked like junk. So I was just like, what? So anyways, I tried to like, it was back when after was just after before SAG after. Yeah. And so I think, I don't know, maybe I should contact to see if, I don't know, it was like 15 years ago to see if I can get that back pay. Cause I didn't get one paycheck from there. And I didn't realize till later that they're like, oh yeah, you got sent that through SAG after. I was like, wait, what? Or after. So, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm so bad with that. I, I don't know. I just, the, Moses pays all our bills now because I just can't, but, but if you get married, but you said you had okay credit. I think if you have okay credit, that mine is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> like we couldn't even do a regular like loan 
on this house. We literally had to do like an income loan to show like our income because they're like, oh, your credit's awful. And then I was trying to pin on Moses, but you can't do that either if you buy a joint house. Like he can't just do it. Anyways, it's very complicated. Pay your credit card bills or don't get credit cards, period. I just know now like when we buy cars are just like your credit's awful. I mean, I think we're working on it. My husband yeah. again is helping me get it up. Thank God. Because we did when we when we got this house, he helped me like pay up. I had like these little, do you know those like net credit loans? No. They're like, they give you $10,000, but you have to pay back like $100,000. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know these things. Okay, be careful of these. Like speedy cash, net credit, all have given me loans. And I would take out loans for like $10,000. And literally you pay back like $500 a month, but you, it's like the rest of your life. So, oh my God. I know. So when we bought this house, you know, we had cash to get this house. So I was just like, he's like, oh, maybe pay out this one that's like $8,000. Because right now you're making $80,000 worth of payment. It's crazy. Interest rates, all these things I don't understand. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's so confusing. Economics is like really messed up. I actually really hate it. Like what is? Economics. Oh, economics. Yeah. The business. Our business. <laughs> our economy. I don't know. What is economics? Like the study of the economy. I think. <laughs> the study right? of the economy. The study of our world. The economy <laughs> is the business. Because they always say you're stimulating the economy. So you're putting, it's the money of our world, right? Most. I guess I mean, you can call it finance, you can call it economy, but, you know, in oh, economics, you, start, you learn about finances. And so the synonym for economy is finances. So the synonym for economics is finance. Like you're on finance because you're not an economy. You know, the economy is the big. The world. The world of money and flows and all that. But yeah. Your personal finances, you know, that's part of. Are a mess. We should change yeah. the category of this podcast to like educational because I Moses know. does teach us. So smart. <laughs> yeah. So smart all the time. Honestly, like as much as I'm like, when he's like, oh, don't spend a thousand dollars on shoes. I'm like, it does help though so much. Like I can like save some money now. I'm like, wow, I, did, I never knew how to do it before. <laughs> it is crazy how like actually dumb I am when it comes to this stuff. Like I'm I really, really am. To me, like money doesn't, because when it's in your account, to me, it doesn't seem real. Like it seems like yes. fictional. Like not real stuff i say this all the time it's like so then i like never really take it now i'm at the age where i have to start taking it seriously but before i'd be like it's not like real like if i don't feel it physically like yes. it's not real when i have like 300 dollars cash i like don't want to spend <laughs> it at all but meanwhile i spent like a three thousand and i was like whoa that's like so we were just talking about the state during glam too i'm like it's such a weird thing because he's talking about moving and how he has to pay a hanger someone to hang his tv for like a thousand dollars or something like that and i was like is that crazy like you have to work in order to pay this guy to hang your tv like we're all just like rolling the money around to each other <laughs> yeah. it's so weird i don't know it's so bizarre but speaking of money by the way oh my god this okay maybe I'm not great with my finances, but today we did it for a good good cause, you guys. Okay, so last time we had Matthew Stevens on, which was so great. He raised money from Givenchy Boots. He raised $6,500. He ended up donating. We'll put this up on the screen because we like to show transparency here. He donated $3,250 to the Hawaii Community Foundation and another $3,250 to the Los Angeles LGBT Center. So that was really cool. He did that after he left, sent me the little screenshots. So I went ahead and matched the same. I donated $3,250 to the Hawaiian Community Foundation and $3,250 to the Los just LGBT center. So um, I, I figured I got the refund from the boot. So girl math, I'm like, oh, that's like free money. So I was like, let's donate it, you know? Um, so we donated it to those charities. So thank you guys so much for buying his self tanners. Um, thank you, Givenchy, for refunding my boots. And um, we had a happy ending. So we donated, what is that total? What is that? $13,000 total. Wow. We're just doing philanthropic work here on Just Trish. I felt so excited. And also we got a couple of sponsors. So, you know, and, and someone bought my Birkin. So thank you. I mean, you know, we're stimulating the economy. Oh my God. We're making it go round. So <laughs> yes. thank you guys so much. I was, I was really excited. Oh, I emailed awesome. Oscar at like 4am. I woke up this morning. I was like so excited. I don't know why. 
I was like so bubbly because I was going to be Ariana today. Um, but yeah. I used this bronzer, not even just saying this, loved it. Like really? it doesn't get on my sheets. Right after I used it, I looked like a, just like a normal, like natural. Wow. Yeah. I was actually very shook. It I loved it. It must be good. Yeah, it must be good. I mean, the way he formulates it. So he must be, he must be doing well. I feel. Yeah. We offered to fly him in and get him a hotel and car. He's like, I got it. I was like, okay, bouge. Love that. Yeah. It, like, very girl boss behavior. Yeah. Girl it's boss, very for sure. Good, Donated so. the money. I was like, yes, you know. I'm not that I didn't think he would, but it's like the fact that he does these, like, he raises money for that Lyft driver and stuff. Like, I need to be a better person. I so know. It was so me. I was like, I need to do more. Yeah. I know. I hear I was like pressed about these Givenchy boots, and I was just like, let me just like donate this money. Yeah. And I mean, and the product is good too. So yeah. it's a win all around. Buy it. Yeah. Illusion Bronze. He was super sweet. That was super fun. I love having that. I want to do more like guests like that. Someone said that too. They're like, you should guess that, like, just like a Starbucks employee. I was like, that would be so interesting, yeah. right? Maybe like Hot Topics, we just have like a, a current person. Because no one does that. Yeah. Right? And I love my Starbucks employees. The ones near here, they're so nice. I wonder if they would want to interview. Because he was so like natural. He was like a performer. Or like you could tell he's like in LA, like an yeah. entertainer. But I always wonder that like if you like get someone and they're just like so quiet. I don't know. I almost worked at a Starbucks once and I'm glad I did. <laughs> That's another job that is like hard. Oh. <laughs> I did. What was it? Well, because um, remember, we so we both worked at Target. We both worked at Target. And there was a moment and both worked in electronics, which is like so crazy. So crazy. <laughs> Think of the past now. I feel like the electronics are like leaving Target now. Yeah. Like nobody goes there. Like no one's going to buy a $35 no, CD at Target. No one's buying like the cameras at Target or no, anything. No, Best Buy, Amazon. But I was almost uh, they when they opened a Starbucks in our Target, they almost moved me. Well, they didn't. I like applied. I don't know why. I was like, oh. I want to be a barista. I'm saying like they offered me a thing. But <laughs> just lied for no reason. <laughs> You're becoming me. I love it. Me too. They offered it. Just kidding. I applied. That's so me. So Trish coded. And I was like, and I interviewed and I was like ready to do it. Then I changed my mind last minute. So I like remembering all the little recipes seems scary. So yeah. I don't know if I could, I don't think I could do Starbucks it. Starbucks would be, I worked at a coffee bean at the Yahoo building in Burbank, but like you could only get, they had free coffee there. So you could only get like 10 coffees. It wasn't too complicated. But the, then people are so specific oh, and it's yeah. just like, it's too much. With the temperatures when they're like, I wanted at certain temperature. I'm like. So you have to put the, I'm like, that's too much. And when people make, like my, my boyfriend is also very guilty of this. He, he's obsessed with the Ariana drink that they had at Starbucks, <gasps> the cloud. What's the Ariana drink? It was like the cloud mocha f- something. I've never heard of this. He loves it. it, but they discontinued it. Oh! So now he has to like, he like looked it up on like a Starbucks Reddit to see how they made it. So now every time he goes, he like lists everything to make, to remake the cloud drink oh that from ariana gosh. And it, but it's like it sounds so annoying i'm like if i was your barista like i would freaking throw this drink in your wow, face wow that's but... why i gotta tip them ours too like i just give them the most i'm like could you make me a drink that like tastes <laughs> like summer or something and they're like oh my gosh oh man is it a lot so does he make it he has to make it yeah he has like the ingredients list and like how to mix it or whatever blend uh, it and all that stuff so was it like an official drink she had yeah. oh my god what power does she have she has so much <laughs> power does. I mean, that's why, like, we're scared of her, but also we love her. Because it's like, dang, girl, you can really just get anyone and do anything for you. She's just so... Just I, at the end of the day, she I think she's very sweet. Like, her personality. Yeah. I don't know why I made that face. I, I know. So <laughs> Sorry. I was having a lot of emotions. I was like, okay, sweetener. And then I was going to say, like, but she stole a man. But I'm like, well, we don't know that for a fact. I heard they're, like, living together. Is that real? Did you see that report? No. Maybe that was fake. Maybe I dreamt it. <laughs> what was that? They said they were like living. Who wrote? Who said Somewhere that? we saw a report and it said that they're living together. Okay. And there was like pictures of them. Oh my god. Yeah. Like, Supposedly. Well, she did like his photo within like a few minutes. I, did I you did see, that? see that. Yeah. Okay, it was Ariana like on it. She, notifications so fast. on. I yeah. know. I kind of live for that though. <laughs> um, you know 
with that situation too. I'm like looking at it with my Emerald City glasses on. I'm just very much like maybe they were separated. Maybe everyone was just ha- already separated, you know? Like, yeah. You know when you're already done with a relationship? Here's the thing too. I always think about this too. Like if he cheated or something like that, I'm like, well, you must have already been done with a relationship, right? So at that point, like, yeah, it sucks and it's like a slap in the face, but it's just kind of like, I guess it was over. Like, and there's nothing you can do about it. I don't think someone can tempt you out of your relationship if you're happy. Right? That is tea. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, I think if that person was like, fully invested in the relationship no one could convince like yeah. there wouldn't be any they wouldn't be swayed or convinced to like leave that relationship unless they were like fully in it you know yeah that's what my therapist always said too they're like it's not really you maybe that was like a final straw or a reason to get out of it for that person but they probably were already just out of the relationship yeah they weren't into it and you can't like in that whole pro the process of like a breakup especially that too like sucks and it like messes you up psychologically mm-hmm. too but looking back at whenever that's happened to me i'm like happy i don't know i guess it's just it happened for a reason i would say for a reason always i always believe that it's Mm -hmm. crazy especially not having a baby i'm just like gosh the people i wanted a baby with pretty much anybody at the time and i was like god i even the people i was in love with i was like i could not imagine having a baby with that person because it just would have been such i don't know it would i don't know it just would not have worked like seeing moses as as a dad i was just like oh my god i picked like the perfect dad and everyone says it too by the way at our birthday party my dad is like in the we're singing happy birthday and you hear my dad in the back talking to someone like i think it was moses's friend just being like did you ever think moses would be this amazing of a father like just like gloating about him because everyone says that but it's like anyone else i was like god my life would have been miserable yeah isn't that crazy how yeah. it worked but then like when you're in that moment like in that heartbreak it feels like the end of the world but then yeah. like now looking back it's like wow thank god thank god yeah. and someone it's always works out for the better always i feel like if you're meant to be it'll come back but i mean never happened for me but um yeah i think it always yeah so wishing the best to i forgot her name ethan slater ethan slater's wife I yes know. i hate when people refer to someone i know as, like, me too i, I know. forget her name though but maybe that's better. Maybe she wants she wanted privacy. Yeah, maybe true. we give her you know, because she's not in the limelight, right? No, not right. She's think like, so. yeah. yeah. I'm excited for Wicked though. I do I do love Ariana. We were just saying if she if she came on the show, she would look so tiny. Did we talk about this before yeah. with the chair? <laughs> yeah, her tiny little yes. head oh, to the chair. Oh my god, we haven't even talked about Oh, we did talk about Donny Osmond. Shout out I literally feel like Rosie O'Donnell or something. Like shout out Donny Osmond. Like you know what he used to hold stuff back <laughs> yeah. in the day? Uh, love Rosie. Uh, shout out Donny Osmond for the best interview ever. It was so good. Um, this is us at Harrah's. They were so nice. They even like gave, gave us a room at Harrah's. Like it was crazy. They treated so us cute. so VIP. We talked to Donny before and after the show, and then of course for the interview. So that was really great. This was this was my Drake moment. So thank you, Donny, for that. <laughs> Appreciate love. Oh, Apple reviews real quick, too. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you guys for leaving your Apple reviews. Go to the Apple Podcast app and please leave a review and a five-star rating if you love the five-star. I feel like DoorDash right now. Please leave a five-star rating if you love the podcast. I do love the reviews. A lot of you guys are so cute. You're literally like, oh, I'd never leave reviews, but Trish asked me to. So thank you guys so much. Also, go leave love to Donnie on his socials, too, and thank him for being on the Just Trish podcast. What I do to signify Just Trish is I do a pink heart and a disco ball, which is kind of ironic because oh. I always think the disco balls are a thing, but you never see it. It's over on this side where our guests are. So I guess only when guests are here, you see it. But we do? In the wide. Oh, okay. So we can know. I want to do an Ariana Grande. I don't know if it's a new photo. I saw a picture of her with a disco ball. Like there's a giant disco ball and she's like laying on it. Have you seen it? No. It might be old. I can send it to you. I don't know, but I thought it was new. She kind of had like a wet look. Uh, but she didn't have her eyebrows like this. So, anyways, I love a whole disc. I love a disco ball moment. It also might be a Dancing with the Stars thing, but, you know, we'll just say it's ours. So, first review goes, this is my absolute favorite podcast. Trisha always makes me laugh and is so entertaining. Watching the podcast is truly the highlight of my day. Thank you, guys. I get a lot of... Uh, 
posts like this on accident means so much to me. Like I'm, I'm shook every day that people like this podcast. Like I cannot believe like it does well. Like this is the, I mean, I can, I love it. I knew I'm like a star, but also like that hasn't happened in such a long time. So I'm appreciative. Could listen to this podcast for hours. Love that each podcast is super long and that it feels like a conversation with friends. Trish, Moses and Oscar are killing it. Sometimes. Thank you. And you guys are killing it. Sometimes we go like three hours. You got a lot that one episode. <laughs> we never address that. So we address things on camera. It was a, I do a PR cut. <laughs> Let's just say that. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, anyways. Anyways, sometimes we go three hours, but it's actually good we have Oscar. He, as we always just we figure, yeah, yeah, Oscar is our in-house PR too. Oscar is literally everything. Moses is all the tech, audio, everything. And Mo- and Oscar does everything else. Like, it's insane. Like, you literally, like, edit, you produce, you call guests. You're literally, like, doing everything. It's insane. Plus, you're coming up with great outfits. It's amazing. No, it's really good. And I'm always like, well, we can get another editor to help. And you're like, I love editing. And you are a really good editor. We cannot get a better one. But it is, I feel like you're doing so much. I'm like, God, we really should have someone else. But you're so great. And it's fun. Too. I, until I like completely become like unhinged, I think. And then right. like, yeah. yeah. They'll like pry me away. <laughs> <laughs> like, please take a break. No, I love it. I'm this, I love working all the time. But I'm also like, I know when like you're doing so much, you have you have like three jobs. I mean, now you're like cutting some down. But. Yeah. But this is, my heart's in just Trish. It really Aww, is. People just love you. I love you too. I, like, I just, I just know. I mean, you always, obviously, like, I like to say, I discovered you, but no, you've been, like, killing it for so long. Honestly, Strawberry 17. I know we mention her every episode, but I feel like I can't look at you without mentioning Strawberry 17, so she's the real one. I love this podcast. It's so funny. Trish and Oscar have the greatest connection and make catching up on the very exciting fun. Oh, on the tea, very exciting fun. I also love Moses in the back. <laughs> Moses in the back with the occasional chime in. I can't wait for each episode every week. Yay! We have a Moses cam. It's so exciting. <laughs> Iconic. <laughs> Moses, I love now too. You like dress. I like it. Because usually you just wear like a white t shirt. Now you put a little effort into it. I like it. You always, you always look nice when we go out. He always wears jeans when we go like when we went to Chuck E. Cheese like I'm someone who'll just like wear I wear like a baby jumper or something like it wears like sweatpants outfit he'll always put jeans on do you believe the house in shorts or sweatpants it's kind of crazy my boyfriend's the same he my boyfriend will get dressed up and like he loves to just get even if we're going like nowhere important likes to like feel like he's getting dressed up oh, I'm the opposite I like just like gym shorts and like a you'll big go t-shirt gym shorts. yeah, yeah like, me a big too. t-shirt yeah, yeah. it was oh, also well. my first time at Chuck E. Cheese Oh, vacation. Okay. Yeah. You know, but even going to the grocery store, you put jeans on. And I'm like, just go. Yeah. He always wears basketball shorts. I'm going basketball shorts. I can't shorts. wear shorts in public. I just feel unserious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you had an Oscar outfit on the other day. What was it? Oh, the pink shorts. And they were kind of like above the knee. I was like, oh my God, well, short shorts. You got them for me, first of all. I love them. No, I, I, but I was shocked you wore them. But I just got out of the shower. It was so hot. I came down to organize everything, and I just stayed in that outfit. You also have a Regina George tank top on. It says a little bit dramatic. It, it was like, it reminded me of Ariana and Thank You Next. <gasps> oh, my God. We're so Ariana yeah. coded this episode. <laughs> oh, my God. I love Ariana. One day, she'll come on. I can't wait. I feel like I'd love to have her on, and we could just talk about, like, you know, REM and stuff. Girly things. Girly yeah. things. Girly pop things. But, um... Yeah, I wear, I always look crazy when we go out. Okay. Oh, I love this one. Iconic. Pop culture needs her. <laughs> it's short to the point. I love that it. That would be like on if you had like a movie poster or something. You know what I mean? Ooh. That would be like that the critical review that's like on the. Oh my god. You know. Okay. <laughs> well, not a movie trailer, but I thought about this like the other day. This vision came to me. I was like, you should edit like a little like trailer like as if it's a commercial for tv for like just trish like hey watch the just trish podcast and like all the highlights and the funny you know like and like this the reviews oh my god we might have to do that okay yeah okay i know you're doing so much but like i just think that would be so fun i just i don't know we need to find the disco ball transition oh yeah Yeah. Uh, maybe when we do the photo shoot with the giant 
disco ball that Ariana. I'll, I'll send it to you. That's a good one. Um, final one. I've been watching Trisha since I was in middle school. Let me say this is one of my favorite shows she has done in a long time. She's hilarious, consistent, and she knows how to keep conversations and make them interesting. Oh my god, thank you. People say that, and honestly, like that's crazy because I really don't feel like I'm a good conversationalist by nature but I really do love asking people questions like even just naturally and for the first time me and Holly Madison hung out we were just like in McDonald's and we were gonna film a mukbang which is supposed to be very casual talking and it just turned into me interviewing her because I just have so many questions for so many people it's crazy okay you guys so we have been celebrating a lot and I've been having a few drinks. I love to celebrate. I love champagne. I don't love alcohol, but I love champagne. Now that I'm like 35, I really started feeling it. So with More Labs Morning Recovery, I started taking this. And let me tell you guys, taking it right after a night of drinking, you get such a sound sleep, but you're also very alert and ready for the day ahead. So highly recommend if you are just not 21 anymore and you can't just go out and not feel the repercussions next morning, highly recommend this morning recovery from More Labs. Thank you, More Labs, for sponsoring this podcast. More Labs created this nifty lifesaver of a drink called morning recovery that helps prevent rough mornings after drinking. Similar drinks have existed in Korea for a long time, but there were no options like it in the U.S. So their founder quit his job at Tesla to fix that and created morning recovery. All you have to do is drink one morning recovery while you drink or right before you go to bed. So how does this work, you may ask? Well, it contains herbs, vitamins, and minerals that help you bounce back and a proprietary blend of electrolytes to rehydrate you. So you can have fun at night, and still feel good the next day, just like you did when you were 21. So they conducted a clinical study and users of morning recovery felt up to 80% better than those without morning recovery across various symptoms after drinking. Truly, morning recovery is a lifesaver. Now I can have a few drinks at dinner and still feel great the next morning. Taking it right after drinking, you just feel better, you have a good night's rest, and you are fully prepared for the day ahead. This stuff works. If you are of a certain age, where my 30s at, where my millennials at, morning recovery is for you. Definitely take it while drinking or right after and you will feel so good the next morning. So guys, go to morelabs.com and use code TRISH for 25% off your first order of morning recovery. That's morelabs.com and use code TRISH for 25% off your first order of morning recovery. Should we get into apologies? I feel like this is like our segments. I have There's a whole apology segment today. For what? Oh, there's so many apologies happening. I got an apology. I have to make a couple apologies. I don't know if I should start with the apology. Um, I guess we'll just start off with the top. It's not really news, but I appreciated it. Brianna Chicken Fry, which I don't think we ever mentioned her by name no. on the show. But uh, I don't know. I really try. If I see like anything about me, I really try to just skip it in general. Um, but I just got the gist that she didn't see. Anyways, okay. Like literally, first of all, she apologized. First of all, that's like the most like that was so nice. Didn't accept it. Didn't even need it. Cause here's the thing. Like I'm actually used to people like laughing at me, laughing at my OnlyFans, whatever. Um, but I feel like I never mentioned her by name. And can I be real? Like she does change looks a lot. So like uh, when I first knew through BFFs podcast, we did a Zoom. And, like, she never popped up on the Zoom. You know, like, Zoom only pops up certain people. She never popped up, so I didn't see that. I didn't connect her with this bar stool of people making fun of my OnlyFans. I really didn't. I don't know if I said I didn't know her or whatever. I did not connect it. Also, it was, like, far away. Like, there was – I just didn't see it. Obviously, I've heard of her recently because, like, Tana's been on her podcast and stuff, and I see her all over TikTok. So I was like – and I like her name. I love chicken fries at Burger King. So I was like, this is cool. This is a cool name. I saw her on Theo Vaughn's podcast. So, like, I was like, oh, I know who this person is. Obviously, I did not put that she was the BFFs person, the OnlyFans person, and the – who did I just mention? Tana? The, the Tana person. Oh, and then there's something about a boa at a concert. I didn't know that oh. was – it was her, too. Like. The Theo Vaughn. I didn't get all this was together. And she also changed her look. She just went brunette. She looks beautiful. So I truly didn't say her name because I didn't know, but also didn't want to. I don't know. But she sent me a really nice apology. She is 24. So I was, you know, 
when people are young, I get it. You know, when you're like laughing or making fun of someone, that's why I don't like high school boys because they're, they're the kings that just like laughing and oh, whatever. So um, she sent me an apology and she goes, I, I genuinely didn't mean it to be mean. Like, you know, I thought it was supposed to be a funny house tour and all stuff like that. I take it as a sincere apology. I think that's very sweet. She could have to write back or whatever. Um, but I thought it was nice. I thought it was nice to even like get that because, and I wrote, I did write back there because I was like, I, for some reason, was hanging on to that one incident. I didn't know anyone involved. I just knew it was like Barstool that shared it. Mm. And I was just like, oh, I don't know what it was. It just gave me such an ick vibe. And I like hung on to it for so long, which is like crazy. I'm like 35 or whatever. But it was always something. So it meant a lot. And I like, a, I like an apology. I feel like apologies do mean so much. I feel like people don't do apologies because they think it doesn't matter or people get over it but like it gives you a sort of closure that's why I like over apologize to people because I feel like even if I'm slightly in the wrong like I should apologize like I just feel like it feels better for you for that person so I appreciated it I don't know it gave me like some sort of closure like I just like I like when someone can just like apologize for like you know even if it is just hurting your feelings I know people don't like that apology where it's like I'm sorry I hurt your feelings but honestly like it feels pretty good like it the my biggest thing is like when people just can't do an apology. I just can't say sorry. Like maybe you didn't mean it that way, but just say sorry because you hurt someone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because aren't you sorry for that? Or if they, if people think they had nothing, like nothing to apologize for, like they're not in the wrong at all. I'm just like, how can you not see that it's a two way street? Because most all the time, it's like a little bit of both people. Like maybe one person did more, but I'm like, ah, oh, just apologies go a long way. Um, so I have my own apologies today. This, this is very brief, and then we'll go on to the hot topics. But um, my first one, of course, is to Bunny XO, who I actually love and adore. And I wasn't gonna even say anything because we talked on the phone, and it's like. We're, we're totally fine, which is like all I needed. But I just want to do it publicly because I really, really, really love her. And I, I love her. I've, I've loved her first. And then I, I just got into like Jelly Roll, you know, obviously got really big and I started liking them together. I started seeing them on podcasts, the way they talk about their relationship. Like I just always really respected, loved. I loved her. I was supposed to go do her podcast. And I just want to like clear the air too. We went to Vegas to go do the Donny Osmond. We had the show that night and we had the interview the next day. I thought because we were driving up, I would have time to go just do hers, and we just didn't. With a baby and stuff like that, we, like, packed up way too late. We got there at 4 o'clock. We had to go to Givenchy to pick up the boots. The reason I didn't try the boots on at Givenchy because Moses ran in to get it because we were running out of time to go see the show. So it was, like, I texted her a couple hours when we were out of Vegas, and I was like, I just, I like, I'm so, so sorry. And let me tell you, and you know this, Oscar, we had someone recently cancel on us while I was in glam <clears throat> it was like a day I had like blue eyeshadow anyways we didn't do the podcast but oh man I was I was so PO'd I was so annoyed because because Bunny has a family too I was like if you waste my time like away from my family and stuff like oh my god it makes me so mad on top of that like you know I do the glam I'm in the glam I'm paying money for it like I'm I was I was livid. And the person's excuse maybe was valid, but even so, they could have texted me the night before because it was it was like this thing that happened, whatever. So I was so annoyed, and I wrote that person off completely. The person was like, I'll come on next week. And I was like, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Like, it's, I, I, I hate that so much. So me canceling on her, like, literally with a couple hours to go was awful. And then when we talked, she goes, you know, I sent you the voice memo, and you didn't respond. It felt like another stop in the face. And I am so sorry for that, too, because I was like... I got the audio note and most going to test this when we got back to the room because we just went to the Donny Osmond concert. You know, I'm just like so, you know, it was on a high from that. On top of that, my baby is not sleeping. So my mom was watching her. So we're trying to get the baby to sleep and stuff like that. It wasn't until the next day I was like, oh my God, I did not respond to her. I felt so bad. And I'm such, now I know how to just handle these situations. I'm so non-confrontational, but like, obviously it's worse to not text back. I'm just not a good communicator. And it was awful. And I so get it. I was, oh my God, I was mortified. I was embarrassed. Obviously it was made public. 
And it was, it was, I, I was just, I was embarrassed. I'm so, like so beyond sorry because I knew she, I know she has a family and it's a daughter. On top of that, she has really like serious personal family issues she's like dealing with and she talks about it publicly. But um, I hope all is well there because I think that's the most important thing. But I like, we talked, we're good, but I really, really, really am truly sorry. And it was never like me canceling on her to do a better opportunity. Like we went, we had these two things planned and it just like didn't work out. And I just feel, I felt, I felt awful and I still feel so, so bad. So again, I am one to give an apology where apology is due and I will apologize for the rest of my life for this. Cause like, it's literally the most annoying thing. So I have no problem giving apologies when they are deserving of one. And also Adam McIntyre, just real quick. Um, I sent him an email about this, but like, I actually didn't realize that every time I talk about the Colleen situation and talk about Adam, I always say like, you know, well, Adam doesn't like me and Adam this. I always put this disclaimer up and it's kind of like a defense mechanism because I just, one, don't want him to think he needs to talk nice about me because I support him with this. And two, it's like a defense mechanism because I know one day I'll I'll mess up or he'll do something he doesn't like, you know, or any drama channel. So I never want it to be like, oh, we're friends or whatever. You know what I mean? But regardless, I don't need to do that disclaimer. He said it really like hurt him and bothered him. And he's absolutely right. Like I don't need to do the disclaimer because to me, it's kind of the same when people are like, oh, this person, we'll talk about this later. Like when Jojo was like, Colleen's a really great person. It's kind of like you're setting it up as if saying, so this stuff's not true. So that's kind of like the opposite. So when I say Adam, like, oh, he talks bad about me. Like it kind of sets up already in your mind. Like he's not a good person. So maybe, so I just, anyways, I apologize. And anytime we talk about Adam with Colleen's situation, like I just won't ever say that, but it's more a defense mechanism. So Adam, I am sorry. I sent him an email. I really just wanted to give him an apology there, but, um, oh my gosh, like hi, just talking so much today. Um, but yeah, I never want to make anyone like feel bad. And I don't know. I learn every day. I'm 35. I'm always learning. And, um, yeah, the, the cancellation thing I never, ever do. It was just, oh God, we scheduled it. I scheduled it so poorly. And everyone told me, I was like, you're not going to make it. You're not this. And I was just like, no, because I actually had rescheduled before. It wasn't last minute like that. It was like, you know, a couple days in advance I rescheduled on her. And I think of Bunny and Jelly Roll as like celebrities. Like I do not even, not that it matters, but they're not in the influencer category, like in no way. Like to me, they are celebrities. Like I told Bunny on the phone, like her calling me out is like the equivalent of like Holly or Britney Spears or something calling me out. Like it was mortifying because I like love her so much. So um, it was all really, really bad, but I hope everything is as well as can be with her family because I know she's going through um, a lot of stuff, which none of this really matters in the grand scheme of things when like serious stuff is happening with your family and health and stuff like that. Like none of this really matters, but it was really disrespectful to waste our time. Like I'm like, I'm mortified. It's mortifying. And when it came out, I was like, I couldn't have been more embarrassed. I had crazy anxiety. I was like, wow, like I really messed that one up. So those are my apologies. Do you have anyone to apologize to? No, no. Yeah. No apologies. No, I was going to say this later when I would kind of clock some people but i'll say it now oh my gosh um well now we don't have to clock everybody no no one's gonna clock now yeah well we can clock some people if we need to true people they have to like give you some grace too because there was another thing that was really kind of triggering me um this past week was when the people comment like oh if trisha's is standing up she's like slipping back into the drama whatever which is not true and kind of misogynistic i think Mm. like there is power and being unbothered and keeping it moving but there's also power in defending yourself when you feel like you need to i didn't see this who said that does anyone i know or is it just like random someone really annoying that i will have to pay i really had to like rein myself in because i wanted to like go Mm -hmm. off because it was like very unemployed behavior yeah um i think there's power in defending yourself and you have the right to when it comes to it you know and it totally so people need to like give you the grace to know that like you've changed a lot you've come a long way 
a lot of people when they just want a justification to like not like you they cite some stuff and granted was the stuff in the past bad yeah but you were also had a mental illness that was undiagnosed and you were on a lot of different substances yeah so you were not like a truly functioning version of yourself yeah and now with like moses and malibu you are like the best person ever i would Aww. not like work a nine-hour office job from 4 a.m to 1 p.m and then come here Aww. and then shoot for three hours and then edit all night mm. if trisha was not a great person Aww. and so kind and not even when like you needed anything too like you've been nice from the jump when s some people at joey and daniel's christmas party were not very sweet oh trisha was always very That's sweet from the jump and oh. I had I, I just needed to say that because it's oh. not when you're that girl, everyone wants to come out of the woodworks and say something. Yeah. So I feel like now it's time to like really just put that out there. The character affirmation, you know, yeah, you oh. are such a sweet person. So nice. And you go out of your way. That's why I, with the bunny thing, too, I knew exactly what you're going through because you want to make people happy. Like yeah. you don't want them to feel bad. You want to you're like a people pleaser when it comes down to it. Mm. So I know exactly what you went through. And then it just like realistically didn't pan out. But I know how badly you wanted to make that work because you a you love her. And then you also just want to make her happy, too. Yeah, All of it. Because yeah. of course, it would feel like a slap in the face. And that's why I was like, I just ended I told her on the phone. And I wanted to know now. I'm like, I think of you as like this high like you, she is. She's they're this massive power couple. They have this documentary and who like it's very it's very amazing and very inspiring. And I was just like, man, I really messed up. And even if it wasn't someone massive, I still would feel bad. I feel like I've done that maybe once more. I rarely do it. I rarely cancel like the day of like. And so, yeah, it was, it was, but thank you for that. I appreciate yes, that. Yes. And I, I, it's crazy seeing everyone pop up now and say something and give their piece. But at the end yeah. of the day, at least the, the real ones know, the real ones know what's up. And that's oh really God. all that matters. Does that matters. mean I'm that girl now? It really does. Oh my like, God. I totally I miss, feel like it. I was like, oh my God, everyone's coming for me. It's crazy. Like <laughs> looking for hot topics and especially with like YouTube tea, I was like, oh, a lot of it's just like people saying things about you now. I know. <laughs> the drama and it's like little things that are so like out of it's it's i think it's kind of funny because you go you've been going out of your way even like behind the scenes she's just been going like out yeah. of her way to like be kind and like not get into mess always always <laughs> and I'm just people like... take little things out of context and like run with it and it's so funny because i've <laughs> been really been trying. i've been so trying every comment i say if it's if look if it's an actual drama i just want to talk about it and before an interview i'm just like i don't want to talk about this if something i cut it out so when i didn't cut out if i don't cut out something i think i'm being really nice <laughs> like you know in some way and so i always try to just be so in the future i will always say <laughs> long time ago don't remember wish them well you know which is very true with everything because the stuff that happened uh bm before moses you know it's very much like not me and i just it's stuff that i just don't think about it doesn't seem like my life and you know it doesn't it doesn't behoove me to talk about it or anything like you know what i mean and i see that too when people bring up like they'll talk about me kind of almost like weaponizing like a, like me using drugs and i'm like i talk about it all the time like but it's a weird thing for other people to like weaponize to be like well or just use and just to throw out now because it's like it's not something i do now it's not something i shy away from talking but it's like such a weird thing to bring up like different times in my life from so long ago and it's just like not where i'm at so now i know certain things to just never talk about again but um and also I just don't like shying away from like those kind of questions you know I feel like if people want to ask I just say it's a long time ago I feel like if there's there's so much new stuff now to talk about um I don't know I don't know because for me when people come on it's never like I want to ask I don't know about maybe I don't know maybe it is I don't know maybe it is interesting but shoe cam okay let's do shoe cam that's a beautiful transition Moses yes thank you thank you he's like let's just do your shoes <laughs> I think that's your mic 
They match your mic. Oh, yeah. Yes. So these shoes today were, these aren't Valentino, but I guess one of the crystals already came off when Moses was helping with me with the shoes. He said one of the crystals. These were originally like $4,000 shoes, but I did not pay $4,000. I paid like 900 bucks, maybe 1000 oh. off Bergdorf Goodman. They had like literally just my size 38. Um, so I got them on a good deal. Can't walk in them, but they're very cute. They're also very tight. They're 38, so they're my big size up. And um, yeah, I can't walk in them, but they're cute. They're kind of giving me the Givenchy vibe. All of them are the same. Like this Versace bag, the shoes, the Givenchy. They all have the same crystals. All a little cheap, but I still buy them because I love a pink crystal moment. Is there an update on your shoe clo- closet sale? I'm actually genuinely curious. Oh, yeah. We're, oh, my God. We literally, okay, That before I left for Vegas, I really was hustling. I'll tell you why. I wanted the Givenchy boots. My daughter's party was like ridiculously expensive for two hours like it was so insane like what they charge for these kids parties it's insane and like anyways um so we had that oh vegas was coming up so i was like okay vegas and then it was a whole thing so i was really hustling and um shoes are selling them like we sell shoes my mom was shipping out like 30 packages a day but i think now i've like chilled promoting stuff like the chanel is still for sale and the Birkin's still for sale i still get emails but i'm kind of like there's just i got hundreds of emails and no one really i think they just wanted to know how much they were like being nosy which is fine um so i'm just like over it i'm just like i'm done selling this stuff the rainbow Birkin's up in my closet now it's just there forever no nobody wants that literally the most worthless priceless thing i've ever owned nobody <laughs> Once it, I was even going down like eighteen thousand dollars, like paid forty eight thousand, which is insane. It's so insane. Um, it's going down to like thirty thousand. Nobody wanted it. I was like, okay, I'm. Let me just keep this. I mean, it's a cute pride moment. We like it. <laughs> I haven't gotten to pride in years, but it's good. That's what I should do. Maybe if I sell it, I'll donate half to the LA LGBT. Oh, that'd be sweet. Yeah. yeah. But half because I need some of that money back. But uh, <laughs> we'll do half. Um, yeah, because it is it is so cute. But I don't know. Anyways, it all worked out. Or didn't, because the Givenchy boots didn't fit me. <laughs> they were kind of, I was too fat for that. So anyways, we haven't gone to any hot topics. I know. Let's get into the hot topics, since you have more to talk about your week. Do we Should we start with the VMAs? The VMAs in sync. That's all I know about the VMAs. That's all you took away from the Oh, v- the Nicki Minaj. Yes. The Nicki Minaj of it all. I wanted to learn her rap for today. I wanted to be like, I love her. Are you quoting? The one at the end, was she before at the end? Was she oh, like, Itty Bitty then- Piggy? Itty Bitty Piggy? That- <laughs> That's the name of it? Yeah. Oh, my God. These bitches can count. The bitches are the one to the three. The bitches, they look up to her, but really, they look up to me. Wow. No, stop it. That was that not was so I good. Stopped. That was it. I wanted to learn it because I feel like I could do it for sure. <laughs> Moses clapping. <laughs> it was not it. Oh, my God. No, I saw her. I I, I like Nikki. Pink Friday, too. I would love if she came on to promote it. That's not in the strike, right? No, because of music. Yeah, she yeah. Should, and this is like a good place for her to. Oh pr- she can do a little, little promo shoot. Oh my yes, Nikki. Oh free my god, there were some barbs in the comments saying barbs like let's get Nikki on Judge no Trish. Way. Yeah, so the barbs are slowly coming. I've been yeah. a barb for a minute. People know I've wrapped Nicki Minaj. I I wrapped her Kmart collection. Like I, I kind of live for her. I bought her. Oh, remember those perfumes she had with the pink hair? Yes, that was. I wish I was volume two of that because that would be so cool. I know they don't make like celebrity no. fragrances. They really need to make a comeback because they were really iconic. The Gaga one, the black yes. one with the claw, that was so cool. Mm-hmm. I remember it, now it's all like boring, like Elizabeth and James, like just like a black and white bottom. Like, so yeah, boring. minimalism is so over. over. Like let's bring back extravagance. I love a maximalist mm-hmm. vibe. Yeah, I know. I, I'm I'm not about it. I try to be, but I'm like no. <laughs> when did you try to be minimal? I don't know. I think I had a moment. Wasn't there a moment I was trying to be? I was like, oh, I want to be like the Kardashians. I feel like we were getting rid of a lot of stuff. The most minimal you've been is like Beetlejuice. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was minimalized there. Oh, we should get that cabinet made though. Yeah, I've been wanting this Beetlejuice cabinet made for so long, and it's like, literally, it was like just paying off credit and debt. It's the from only the thing wedding. that doesn't have crystals on it is the Beetlejuice stuff. I know. Well, we could put some crystals on it. I think that'd be very cool. Uh, so your minimalism is back into maximalism, right? Yeah, yes, okay. yes. I know. I just love a maximalist, maximalist lifestyle. I love it. My God. Okay, so Nikki hosted. Did we love it? Did you? You were there. I wasn't there. I was just oh, covering it. What does that mean? You were covering it. Like I was in an office, like watching it and like making videos about Wait, it. Wait, what? Why did you go to I the office? I was wondering. You were like, oh, fun. And I was like, well, it's not really fun. Wait, why did you have to go in for that? Why couldn't you do it at home? Just watch it like everyone else on the couch. I wish. But yeah, we had to be in the office, like work, like covering it and when we get interviews or whatever i have to like edit oh the interviews God, yeah okay so did you so like I was it not there it was it was better than any vmas in recent history i think it was fun yeah nikki did like she hosted but really she was only on like a little bit in the beginning and the end i feel like hosts are never on it's always the presenters so you never yeah. see the host i think they just kind of said she would host and then she talked a little bit at the beginning that okay yeah. <laughs> did you see in the beginning she came out and she was like i just realized my shoe is unbuckled one, two, buckle my fucking shoe. What? <laughs> was she rapping or was no, she just like She was just talking, yeah. Kind of live for her. I, she is so funny. Like, yeah. She really cracks me her up. Her personality is what is there. But then she called out MTV because she kept saying like, MTV scared that I'm going to say something. Because like I said, everyone was scared about Cardi and Megan and Nikki being under one roof. So she kept alluding to mm. possibly calling him out. And she won, she won a VMA. She was like... Should I call him out? Should I say something? And then there was like silence. She's like, I'm not gonna say something. It, so she could have gone off, but she kept it. She kept it kept classy. It cute. I think. Yeah, she kept it cute. Because Meg, Megan the Stallion performed. Megan and Cardi performed. Yeah. And I saw that because Ice Spice was next to Taylor Swift, and she was like, not. She wanted to sit there and not dance to it, right? <laughs> and Taylor was like, getting it. And Taylor I was, was just like, no. To ever. Yeah, Ice is loyal to Nikki for sure. I love that. The allegiances were funny. To, like definitely funny to see. But like, Taylor is part of the Nikki gang then because Taylor, of the barbs. Taylor's team everyone, I think. Like, she's kind of bipartisan. Oh, right, because she was dancing to Meg the Stallion. Yes, but... Maybe she didn't know the beef. I don't know this beef. I didn't know there was beef. I don't beef. know. Maybe she doesn't stay up to date with, like, other people's beef, I think. But Taylor was having a good time just to about everyone. Her life, She yeah. was really living. Like, they, so they actually have a specific... Because VMAs is kind of messy because they live stream the audience and, like, backstage... And you can't hear what people are saying, so it's all like facial expressions and stuff. Oh, right. Which is shady. Yeah. Down. Like they, that is so sus. Mm -hmm. Setting the girls up, but they specifically have a camera just for Taylor. They put a camera in front of uh, Taylor's chair, and she just kind of goes off. And she was drinking. She was having fun. Oh my god! I kind of so she wait. So living. the camera's there the whole time. On just Taylor. Yeah, they kind of switch between like backstage and different people, oh. but there's one on Taylor all the time. Wouldn't that be? Doesn't he, wouldn't she think she thinks that's annoying? I I would think, but I think as she's gotten older, she kind of like degaffs a little bit. I think yeah. she was just having fun. I mean, I would love it if they had a camera just on me. <laughs> you would feel so special. You're yeah. like, wow, I really that matter. Girl, yeah. yeah, no, Taylor is kind of that girl. Who do you think is the most that that girl at the VMAs? I besides Taylor. You think Taylor's I the think biggest? Taylor, yeah, because she even like was turned. She wouldn't perform. Like she turned down performing, and I think she went. Because she, they told her that she won everything. I don't think she would have gone if she did. She did win everything? She won. She's made history by winning nine in one night. Wow. Which is kind of crazy. So she is that girl. Yeah. More than Beyonce, though, you think? Well, Beyonce wasn't there. But... Oh, okay. Yeah. You're right. I said there. Yes. I think Taylor is, like, definitely an icon. But I think something about Beyonce, because she's, like, legacy. Like, she yeah. came, like, way before with Destiny's yeah. Child. Like, she's, like, in a different category to totally, me. Totally, yeah. 
it's a lot to like come up in that in the, like the early 2000s and to still be totally you know performing and mm-hmm. crushing it and all that stuff yeah then. i think it's way it's like so different yeah mm-hmm the VMS was definitely messy. Oh, the fun Taylor was so like out of her little mind. She even there was a moment where she had a twelve thousand dollar ring, and the li- they live streamed her lo- like the di- the gem fell off of the twelve thousand dollar ring, and you just see her being like, "Ooh, oh my god!" Do you think she <laughs> borrowed it? I mean, she could afford it, but do you think she borrowed it? I, I think that probably right because I think they lease out the jewelry oh or whatever, um, and then all of a sudden everyone came to like help her find it, ah! and then the fact that they live streamed this is so incorrect that i who, loved who it who all found it so th- there's people in the audience like the fans were like pointing out taylor it went that way taylor went that oh way so God. everyone's like looking around have the flash on the floor mm-hmm. to find it and then they finally did find it and they oh celebrated my gosh. Yeah, yeah i would freak out i'd be like oh my gosh my little thing but Who'd i just knew that right and oh. people who worked on her music video basically oh. and she sat with ice spice the whole time which Love. love love that friendship i know i wanted to do my ice spice i almost did to try the ice spice drink that ice spice drink has like I 13, saw like, 100 calories Does and, like, it all the sugar. Munch, like, munchkin I in think it? So. That's what it said, I think, right? Yeah. That Which, is wild. Is her fan base munchkins? Her, yeah, that's what her fans are called I didn't munchkins. Know. That's crazy. So it's a pumpkin ice spice munchkin drink. Yeah. God, I do want to try it. But we're going to wait to Halloween because I think that's going to be my first Halloween look as I spice. We the one out. I want to wear has her long wig, but I just love her little curly it's hair. It's so signature her, yeah. Because I think if you wore like the curly red hair, people automatically know I spice. Okay, okay. You know? Oh, maybe. After, hopefully I get my chain and I've been like ordering this chain like forever ago and I hope I get it in. What would be your counter outfit? I guess you could be Taylor since they were next to each other at the VMAs. So, right? Or uh, Pink Panther. It's the girl that does that Boys and the Liar. Oh, the I think Boys like, the the <laughs> no. Which would be cute. I love a little Pink Panther moment. That could be cute. I know. I, I'm going to sit down next week and like really map out my my Halloween costumes. Because not only do we have to do it for this podcast, I have to get it for my family. I have to do my... I have to do this whole... It's like a... It's, it's your time. Like, Halloween is like your Met Gala. I like, know. It's big. It really is. Yeah. And it's a lot. It's a lot to get everything around and coordinated and... And it's basically here. It's, it's basically like, here. Yeah. What do you think of guests, too, that will dress up? I have a couple that were, like, kind of down, but, like, I have to figure out. Because I want to do, like, this cute Halloween set, this whole thing. But I loved that NSYNC was at the VMA. Oh, yeah. Are you, were you an NSYNC girly? I was an NSYNC girly at the time. Like, you were? Early, yeah. What album do you remember? Um, No Strings Attached, I definitely remember. Okay, I think yeah, that's that the one the I remember one. the most, I think. Yeah, the initial, like, self-titled album, NSYNC, was, like, cute. I love, like, Tearing Up My Heart. But No Strings Attached, oh, my God. I was, like, just absolutely absolute feral for them. I thought they were so good. I loved seeing them last night. Like, I was just like, oh my God, nostalgia. Them in the elevator. Who does that B-roll? That's what I want to know. It's like, did you see the video of them in the elevator just like pretending to yeah. like, ha They posted that, right? Like this. Yeah. yeah. Who did that? Who took Probably that shot? Someone with them, I guess. Someone Can you on their imagine team. someone with a camera? I feel like it's like a Moses or something just being like, <laughs> yeah, okay, here, like laugh. 100%. Yeah. I wonder who it was. Chris Kirkpatrick doing the most. He's like, ah, ha, ha. I'm like, oh my God. Those always crush me. Um, Justin Timberlake, I feel like he hasn't been doing anything, so he's like, I'm just going to reunite with NSYNC. They'll probably make so much money. And I wonder if they pay Justin Timberlake more money to do the tour. Oh, I imagine, right? I he's, mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like they would have to. Everyone else, I feel like, is very available, but I don't know that Justin's not really doing much right now. No, anyway. literally nothing. Yeah, so might as well do it. Yeah. Give the people some- Joy Fatone is at Disney World, though. He performs there a lot. Lance Bass is in West Hollywood. Yeah, doing his... Uh... You know what's so fun? Lance was, like, like, I don't really have that many NSYNC memories, but I do remember out of all of them, like, the girl who used to babysit me, we would watch TRL together. Uh... And, like, we would have to pick, like, which one. She would ask me, like, oh, which one's your favorite? Maybe she knew I was, like, a little all the way back. I must have been, like, 
five or five or six. Really? She, I guess she knew. Yeah. Wait, but like, did but Lance wasn't out back then. No, but he was the one I picked out of like. Oh. Isn't that? Yeah, she was a just. She was a JT, and I was a Lance. Interesting, because even all my gay friends now would still say JT or JC. Like, JC was my second, but Lance, Lance? was my first. Yeah. Hmm. So and then. I guess maybe I just knew she, my babysitter knew, I knew. Interesting, because yeah. he just didn't do anything in the band. No. I but mean, he's the... Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, I he's was the never one. like... Uh, I don't know if I ever really I like the main person. I like him. Please come on the podcast, though. The, huh? I don't know if I like the main person, usually, in like the group, like the front. Oh, you like the... I was like mm. a random person. Maybe it's like psychological. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe it's like... I don't know. Me too. I always thought like, oh, I don't want to like the one that everyone likes. So I thought... I used to like Chris Kirkpatrick because I was like, I'm going to like the one no one... No one likes, but I don't know. Joey like John was the popular, real, yeah. the real one that no one liked. Poor Joey, <laughs> right? Like yeah. he never. No one liked him, and I was like, and look, I love NSYNC. Like I, I love each of them the same, but I do feel like Joey just got such a brunt of it. I don't know why. Yeah, I think he's cute, especially. He's good looking. I don't remember during definitely post. I think, but yeah, I, th- I remember in the time it was always like JC and JT. Oh were yeah, the ones that's everyone like, always talked about. Yeah, yeah. maybe Chris because he was a little like quirky and yeah. stuff like that. But um, I was so happy. I heard they're performing. At the Sphere in Vegas. Oh. Yes. We saw the Sphere from our... I really love Vegas. Honestly, I might move there one day. I love it. It also has, like, no state taxes or something. It's, like, really... Anyways, I love Vegas. I could see us actually moving there one day or performing there or something like that. But I... The Sphere is so cool. I can't wait to see it. I think U2 is starting there. But I I heard NSYNC is supposed to, like, have a residency there. They have a song for the Troll soundtrack. What? Yeah, that's why they reunited. What's the Troll soundtrack? The movie? Maybe Malibu will like it. it. The Trolls? Watched it. It's actually really good. See? Wait, what? <laughs> Why did you watch the Trolls movie? With Malibu, the Troll movies Where are really good. There's like really good songs in it. We are always together. When did you watch the Trolls? You must be doing a podcast or something. But you're here. <laughs> you're- <laughs> no, no, you went as a <laughs> guest. Oh, <laughs> you're like maybe you're doing a podcast. Like you're always here. You went. Uh, you, you were a guest on a podcast, and uh, I always look for movies that have a lot of songs and music, and that one has. I've never even seen a preview of this movie. Have I? I would never think of watching it, but I don't know why I clicked on it, and it was actually good. We watched the second. Did one she too. like it? Yeah, because just the music, music is like uplifting. Tons of music. It's so colorful and glittery and all that. Insane had a song in it for the new one. I think there's a new Trolls movie and they have a, they do the oh, soundtrack. Maybe to all it. of this is just a build up for the Trolls movie. I honestly think it is. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that be them. crazy? <laughs> I hope they're getting paid good because everyone's like, yes, Insane. But did people, I don't know, but did people care? Like, I cared so much that Insane was there, but was it a big thing or not really? I, you read a, the blogs, you know. I, I personally wasn't like that gag, to be honest. Yeah. But it's, not to make it about Taylor, but she was the one that was really like she lost her mind. Oh my god! And Ice Spice is so much younger. She was sitting right next to her, and Ice Spice was like, cla- like she was laughing because Taylor was losing her mind. But the like the millennial versus Gen Z was like very apparent between uh, the two. How old is Ice Spice? I think she's like. Tw- 23 24 oh, yeah she's I wish a baby I was famous when i was young god <laughs> to be famous at 23 would be unstoppable man they're so lucky i would love ice spice on here too and she has a drink at duncan like so iconic she did a the commercial yes yeah with so, crusty ben affleck why yeah. is he in there i'm sorry i get canceled and like can't promote anything but it's like ben affleck is like the worst of the worst and he's like in the duncan super bowl commercials in the duncan ice spice why because he's from boston that's why you're gonna have him in the duncan commercial i think because he had those like viral photos at the with like the Duncan's coffee. I think he planned it to get the sponsorship. <laughs> Cause I'm sorry, Duncan. No one, no one thinks Ben Affleck is cool. He's crusty. Stop it. No, that's what I was gonna say earlier. Is like 
Trisha slipping back into the drama. That's good. Because I was like, that felt a little drama. That felt a little petty right there to be like, we hate Ben Affleck. But I'll just speak for myself. I just I just don't like him <laughs> personally. I don't know. This is a while ago, this conversation. But I have to say this because I was just like, defending your something, defending yourself from something that's like just straight up like lies. Like, here's the thing. I will protect my peace. If you want to say something that's not true, okay, whatever. But if it's like something so bold-faced, like just not accurate at all, like there's, you know, it's just like at that point, yes, I will disrupt my peace for like a minute. Talk about it. I wasn't about to go look for receipts or anything like that. Like you can edit this part there or whatever. I don't know. But I wasn't about to go like look for receipts because that's disrupting my peace. I was just going to be like, hey, this is not true. Everyone knows it's not true. That's it. You know what I mean? So it's not it's not slipping back in drama and it's like this I consider gossiping and I feel like now I'm at a stage because I was thinking about this right I was like oh my gosh like you know the gossiping it's like it's just fun I try to look at everything <laughs> with a kind heart you know what I mean I really do with the Ariana situation with everything even this, the drama I was in like the Brianna chicken fry thing and stuff like that and whatever this other stuff you know I try to look at it with a kind heart I'm trying to be like okay maybe it's still bothering this person or maybe you know they're young or whatever like I really really do I try not to attack people just to attack people anymore I'm Ben Affleck I'm sorry too I don't know why I attacked you so hard I just don't love that you're a Duncan but I think maybe I'm jealous I usually jealousy I feel when I try to do like a when I'm a little jealous maybe I see something because how is Ben Affleck with Ice Spice anyways that's the whole thing I just thought that was like so crazy and so weird because like you know sometimes these advertisers I just feel like they're so not with it yeah you know they don't know what's cool it's I don't really I realize this too I don't I usually don't watch commercials because um like, I don't have commercials on YouTube or anything, but then when I watch, like, Hulu or whatever, then they have the commercials, and I'm like, what is going on? Like, this doesn't sell me on anything. Like, this Never. is terrible. Awful. Yeah, the people they have... By the way, Hulu, kind of a scam. We pay $65 a month for Hulu, and they still show us three-minute commercials. <laughs> like, in the new in the new episodes of, like, The Bachelor or, like, 90 Day Fiance or whatever else we watch, like, they always show us commercials. Three, sometimes four-minute commercials. It's a lot. For $65 a month, like, we got the... We're like, we're going to get the, the Elite Leech. Yes. Uh-huh. And I double triple checked and I'm like, how are you still I, I think it's just like the new the newest episodes. Maybe they show us commercials, oh. but it should be ad free, right? And they're increasing their prices again by like a dollar or two. Everyone's yeah. going back to cable. Everyone's like, we're over this. Yeah, it's too much. It's crazy. I'm just like, why? And especially with the recession of the economy, like, <laughs> you know, like it's like, let's get it together, Hulu. Let's be with the times. So I'm making cheap shirts. I was going to make a well not they're not cheap, but I'm making affordable shirts, but they're still custom. But I still want to make them affordable. But I don't want people to copy them either. I don't like just, I don't like just like screen prints. <laughs> not you, no, yeah, no, Olivia. I don't know. I was like looking at me like, wait, no, that's cute. But well, it's easily like copied. This looks like Olivia for Tarte. But then you have this, which is like, you that's know. That's hard to copy. No, the embroidery. reason I made the face, I first love it. But <clears throat> like shirts that are easy to copy, like my sad boy ones, like everyone would like, or the a little bit dramatic one or anything, like they're just easy to replicate or cheap to replicate. And so then you get like under, mm. under whatever. So. The knockoffs. I, yeah, yeah. The knockoffs. So that's why I was like, okay, let me do this custom shirt, but still make it affordable because I want to be um, accepted. <laughs> understand the people because oh, i am the I see, people I yeah i'm also the people i'm selling my shoes i'm selling my bags to afford stuff you know what i mean so i'm trying to make it all cost effective cost efficient the best i can we're gonna have t-shirts by christmas i don't know if they're gonna be like wow t-shirts but i think they're the fit the feel is gonna be cool but i'm trying to keep it some basic the hoodie is gonna be outrageous that's a whole <laughs> different thing it's insane i can't wait i really wish that was for christmas but that's the whole thing so yeah i was excited for instinct i hope they're at the sphere i'm there for it and i don't know anything about the trolls movie but it sounds <laughs> well, horrible I was a fan, so. do you watch it no i've never seen it i don't like the trolls period <laughs> why i don't know they look ugly <laughs> 
Like they're not cute, no. like the minions. They're I not. Just wait till you see the movie because the char- the characters that eat the trolls they're really ugly. Oh my god, well, who are the they? Trolls? Like, the trolls are the pretty ones. Oh my god, yeah. they got they eat the trolls. Basically, the trolls are like a drug. They're like a pill. Oh my god. So if they eat a the troll, they are happy for a certain amount of no time. Way. Yeah, I mean it's kind of promote drugs, I guess. But That's anyway, dark. It's a really weird movie, but the songs oh. are good. The music is good. Oh my god, they get you early with that. Oh, I'm not about the trolls. Not at all. Um, and then the other big thing in the VMAs, again, that shady audience camp, but poor Selena Gomez was going through it after. <laughs> God. Oh, my God. Why was she so upset, though? She's like, I don't want to be a meme ever again. Was she actually upset or was she being funny? I think because people were, like, really, like, weaponizing her just sitting there to, like, make it seem like she was being shady during olivia rodrigo's performance there was like this big like spark flying the stage was falling apart but it was part of the the theatricality oh, I did see that, yeah. and then she's like covering her ears and she looked like stressed out but i think she thought everything was real i was like the stage falling apart right but people were like oh she hates olivia rodrigo singing oh yeah so that's annoying that. and then they were announcing like a nom- the nominees for the category and chris brown was one of the nominees and she went and she yeah because obviously chris brown has a lot of stuff going on and then yeah. other performances she was just like sitting there or, like she would check her phone and she was, or like during Demi Lovato, like Taylor was like really into it, but then Selena was just sitting there like nodding her head. And it's like neither are like incorrect. Like you can just yeah. sit there or you can have fun, and both are like are acceptable things. Yeah, <laughs> I'm surprised she was. Oh, she's oh she's not sing. She just had a single scene out. Yeah, she seems just like in her own world. Like she's not in the Hollywood world anymore. I feel like those things probably stress her out because mm-hmm. she doesn't do like award shows that often anymore. And they are like, they're a lot, you know, like sensory and everyone's dressed up and everyone's like judging you and stuff. Yeah. And I think she thought by just sitting there, no one can say anything bad about me. Right. <laughs> Is that like, what she was explaining? Yeah. That she, oh, to me, I thought she said she was just, because she was kind of reacting a little bit, like to the Chris Brown. I thought she was saying she's just gonna sit there from now on because she doesn't want to be a meme. It's kind of both, right? So she like mm. the people like the faces, but then it was like a lose lose because either you're just sitting there like not doing anything, you are disrespectful, you don't care. Yeah. If you react to anything, you're disrespectful. You know, so it's literally yeah. like a lose. You're better off to lose. just not go. Yeah. Ariana Grande said she's like, I'm not going. All right. We are back from intermission. <laughs> Part two. Sponsored by the Sweetener Foundation. Just kidding. Not sponsored by Sweetener, but we switched it up. I should have gotten a snack. I had just a donut this morning, but um, we're back. Intermission. I, I hope you got a snack. I don't know. There probably was no intermission. We should start making commercials for our own products. Oh, yeah. I probably will when the merch comes yeah. out. I'll do a commercial, insert it, have yeah. a little break. That's a good idea. Yeah. What would you make a commercial for? Do we have anything to promote for you? Um, I'd probably just promote like other people. So I got to promote like <laughs> Olivia's new album. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I have nothing to promote. No. Wait, really? You don't what brand? am I going to promote? I don't know. I'm surprised you've never branded yourself because you've been around for so long. <laughs> Are you not about being like an influencer or anything no, like that? No, I thought when I was younger, I like thought maybe I, – oh, I thought for a second I would like pre-COVID, like right before COVID, I was like maybe I'll do like a Twitch. So, like I'll play video games on – Really? But like make it girly kind of like – I have a Twitch channel that I've never used, but oh. I got like graphics and stuff made and it's all pink. And I was like, no. oh, it's going to be cute like gaming. But then I never did it. Oh, my God. Do you have like a pink gaming chair and stuff? I My whole gaming setup at my parents' house is all pink. Oh, my God. You should, should do use that. It. What yeah. a vibe. It's also it's very cute. just Trish coded. It, you know what yes, I mean? It, we, it would be is. on brand. Yeah. That's a good idea. But it's just like it's so much work. I don't know how you guys do it because it's yeah. like making content is hard. It's just. Well, it's so much easier when you have someone like you. <laughs> it's so 
fun and easy to, for me now. Like, even though I never edited, like, just the, like, uploading and... I don't know. It was so stressful. Like, even the podcast I did that last, like, three episodes before this, like, I would have to... We would take all the footage. I have to, like, upload it to a Google Drive, which I never did in my life. Like, it was so complicated. I love that you're just here. You take the cards. It gets uploaded on the channel. It's so nice and beautiful. That's why anytime I text you about anything, I just... I'd be as nice and as gentle as possible if I'm like, oh, is it uploading? Because I just... I know how much work it is. I know how much I would not want to do it. And I'm just like... It's 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 great. It's the best thing. Ever. I love like when it's like this. Oh gosh, this, I could do this all day long. I, could do it, I literally could do it every day. It's so much fun. Like I love it. But yeah, when you have to like do all the technical stuff or like I don't know. It's yeah. Just- at least Twitch is like live, so you kind of just sit there, and then when you're done, you just walk away, which is kind of oh, nice. You know. Just, God, the idea of doing live scares me so much. I know. Because it's like. What if you just say something? What if you, I don't know. What if you have to go to the bathroom? You just leave? Yeah. You, well, you can put like a little like commercial, like you put like BRB and then oh. yeah, you can do like a little screen. We tried Twitch for like a minute, but like, I didn't know how you made money on there. I don't, I feel like they take the cut. I think, oh, you were talking about this tequila. Yeah. I think the cut is crazy on there. They do is take it? a lot of money. Yeah. But I never got it, period. Like I didn't know how you join. <laughs> you have to like get, a, you have to like get enough followers to like where you're like approved to even like start making money on there oh yeah like they, have to like, they have to like manually like make your account like monetized mm. or whatever because once they start letting you monetize for like your value like tiktok has been so good with this lately they did this new creator beta program and when i first joined it i literally went from making like a couple thousand to like a hundred dollars a month i was like okay this is like whatever i really screwed myself but like honestly makes so much good money now i don't know i don't know maybe it won't last forever so i'm i've been posting on tiktok like constantly and i like i forgot about my youtube channels because tiktok <laughs> They just reward long format videos. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's kind of where it's at now. So I love when a, like a platform makes it easy for you to make money. Yeah. Gives you what you're worth. Cause TikTok was like, you know, kind of lacking in that category, but I do love TikTok. But now I'm like obsessed with it because now it pays too. And I'm just like, I'm just a tourist. You know, I just love to make money. It's so fun. So I like when like platforms pay for that. So when I was on Twitch, I like the idea of it, but I also don't like the idea of live of people knowing where you are at what time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I don't want them to know that I'm home or not home, you know, like either way it sounds, I don't know. It doesn't sound like my vibe. This is so, the reason this is like just triggered this memory. Oh. I remember like right before it was like right in the beginning of like, um, covid and then you everyone was talking about animal crossing and then you went and you got the animal yeah <laughs> that's my favorite that's like the only game i play i never played it i, I know Did I remember I you, it? Play, you played it for like one day like not even a whole Probably like i never minutes. played it like <laughs> i mean i don't even think i knew how to get off was it the one where you're like on a dock and you had to get off the dock yeah. no idea how to get off that dock and video games were never my thing i just they're so confusing I just, like i literally that's like such a visceral memory like pre like beginning of covid memory yeah. for me. i don't know why i like remember exactly where i was watching that oh my God, of i love that for you oh, it was God. historic lockdown the beginning was actually amazing i was making so much content making so much money that was the most money i ever made from like march 2020 to like i maybe like i mean it's the end of 2020 i did really well but like really those beginning months was insane like probably like march through like august were like millions of dollars a month i was like i never made that before (laughs) and i was i didn't know what to do with it that's when i'm buying rainbow birkins and stuff and i'm just like okay like i did not know what to do with it like again thank god i got a house but it was it was a crazy time it felt like i hit the jackpot i was like god what is this happening so i was just i don't know i was just living life i was just having fun in my house making money it was it was a beautiful thing it's when we first met so it was like a good time i have fond memories of it i'm like i would do another lockdown for a month so weird i know it's like it's weird because like it's being nostalgic about it too but because like it was a scary time for um like in general but it also i don't know it's weird that 
I like kind of missed it too. Like that's yeah. a similar. Like that's when me and my boyfriend met. So it was just yeah. kind of cozy in a dystopian kind of way. Very I guess. much. Yeah. Everyone, the world is stopped. Like everyone's in their same position. Yeah. Everyone's just online. That's all you can be. So we're all <laughs> together there. It is. It is. It is weird. It is like. It, such a funny time that like will never happen again. Yeah, and it's it's cool. I don't know. I mean, obviously not what was happening was cool, but you're not gonna get engaged anytime soon. I think when he graduates, because he's in grad school, right. so I feel like that's like a good. Time would you propose to... or he's proposing? I think I would propose because I'm like, older. older. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I just had the conversation with my hairdresser this morning, and he was saying they broke up because they both wanted to get married, but they wanted each other to propose. Oh. So he's like, he's waiting for me to propose, but I'm not going to. I'm waiting for him to propose. So they just broke up. What? And I was like, well, why don't you just propose? Like, just do it. Just bite the bullet. Like, yeah. And he's like, no, he needs to propose to me. And I'm like, oh, I never thought about I this. I never thought about that either. To me, yeah. I've known, like, there's some gay couples with, like, one person proposes and then the other partner will do another proposal, which I think is cute, I love too. that. That's what I said. I yeah. think we'll probably switch at some point and do it to you, which is, like, the way I would have proposed in a heartbeat to Moses if he's, like, you can propose to me. I would have done it, like, right away. I told him I was going to. He's, like, don't. Like, he kept saying, don't, don't, don't. But, like, I'm, oh, God, if he would have said, yeah, I want you to propose to me, like, yes, tomorrow. Like, yeah. I would have done it right away. So I always think that's, like, so interesting. And they're, like, so. And I said, what is it about it that you don't want to propose to him? Is it, like, you want the cute photo? Like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's, like, no, because he wouldn't put the effort that I would put into it. So I was like, okay, so so you set it up. He pro- you proposed to him, and then like set it up for yourself. Like uh, set it up for yourself. You know, set it up for yourself and take the photos, and nobody would know any yeah. different. You know, I don't that, know. Maybe it's one of those things where there's other things going on. That's like the kind of like when you're talking about Ariana. You know, like maybe that's kind of like the out. Maybe I don't right. know. They're, I don't. I guess for because for, yeah, for me, if like. To me, I would do it. And I don't think he, my boyfriend would propose to. He was like, he needs to come on one day, I think. Because he loves planning for things uh, like years away. Like he has bookmarked like different rings already. He's like uh, one of those. He's, yeah. You got to show the ring. If you want to get engaged, I showed him like once or twice early on. I'm just like, this is the ring. Like, <laughs> he's, yeah. He, my boyfriend's very, very, yeah, very particular. Because it's a big deal. Yeah. It's like a ring is like you're going to wear it forever. Like it needs to be mm-hmm. one you like. So I saw, was it Zoella and Elfie okay, get engaged? I thought they were... I thought they were make married. I don't They've know why. They've been together eleven years. Yeah, they have two babies. I kind of just assumed they were married already. I don't know why. Okay, that's what I was gonna ask. Okay, so literally no judgment at all, and I really, really mean it. So I'm gonna like leave it up to you guys, and I'll ask your opinion because I, I honestly don't know how I feel. Well, I know how I feel about it, and it's gonna sound judgy, but I'm just like, okay, seriously, if this is you, like, leave a comment below because I really want to know. So if you, because a lot of people do this, and there's like nothing wrong. I don't think like, morally there's anything wrong with it, but it's like if you get engaged after being together for eleven years, you bought a house together, you have kids together. Like, is it still exciting to get engaged? That's a good question because it's like you've already done the life of like a married couple basically right yeah yeah for me the getting engaged was like wow this is the commitment yeah you know like oh my god you're locked down now like we are committed and we you know like to me that's like the big thing but if once we got a house like we got we bought our house before we got married so then marriage felt like well we already got a house like that's more (laughs) of a commitment you know no one's leaving this house you know yeah so i don't know it feels kind of to me and like as an outsider just as an outsider, i'm just like oh that's like I don't know. Like, you're happy. I love proposals. I'm happy for them. But I was like, oh, wait. Like, aren't you already married? Aren't you guys already – I don't know. I think that's a fair question because, too, it's like the – like you imagine, like you said, like the engagement is like the the beginning of the next chapter almost. But it's like they've already – Kind of, they've done like the whole married life you did almost the whole basically. Chapter. Yeah, you did, the domesticated. You wrote the book. Yeah. Yeah. So I always wondered yeah. that. And but at least they get like the fun of like the especially because 
Joelle, that's a lifestyle girl down. Like right. she is gonna have like the wedding. Like yeah. I think her baby shower was really cute. I remember seeing photos of She's that. She's very aesthetic. Yeah. Very yeah. So maybe that's like a whole at least she gets that part, like the whole, you know. Maybe like as an influencer, like the content. Yeah. Because I always say this too, like I would have just done a small we did a small Hawaiian wedding, but I would have just done that had I not been a content creator. Like I don't think I would have done the big wedding because it's like so, so expensive. expensive. And like it is fun, but, like, you talk to everyone for, like, a second. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, literally a second, and that's it. You don't get to see anyone. Like, you don't get to see your family. You don't get to enjoy the food. Um, like, I just probably wouldn't have done it. But, I, I, you know, you want the pictures for Instagram. You want the memory. And it is a cute memory when I look back at it. I was like, oh, man, our wedding, you know? Like, it's a cute memory and time like planning it and stuff like that but i don't know i think if i wasn't a social media person so i wonder that too with this situation like if you're not on social media and you get engaged does it mean anything to you does it is it like special is it like oh you just wanted the ring you just wanted the pictures like i don't know like i don't know i should ask lena because lena the plug too they did that they've been together a long time they bought a house together they have a baby Mm -hmm. they just got married like this year and I, it's beautiful. I mean, and maybe you wait till you have enough money because not to say they didn't, but they have their wedding like Lake Como, you know, it's like this beautiful, yeah. super expensive wedding. So maybe you wait. We're watching the ultimatum on Netflix. Not very good. It's really a bad show, but we watch it like here and there. And most of the people will say, I want to get married. I just want to wait till I have the money. So maybe people wait till they have, but Zoe and Alvi, they definitely have the money. Yeah. And, and why did you wait so long? Yeah, like why 11 years? I literally just assumed that they were married, but I guess like. Who knows? Maybe it wasn't, like, important to them, but then they kind of just decided that, like, oh, like, why not now, you Mm -hmm. know? Interesting. But, because, I mean, for some couples, like, the formality of, like, getting engaged or getting married isn't that big of a deal. Like, it's more the actual, like, commitment of the relationship and, um, you know, living together and, like, family and stuff. And that's, like, perfectly fine. Totally. I totally get it. Like, people say marriage is just a piece. I get it. Like, for sure. I don't know. It would be interesting. Have they said? I don't think they've said anything, right? They shouldn't show the ring. Yeah. 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 That's it. Well, they don't make content, right? They're not. Content. No, Zoe blog, uh, vlogs. She's still vlogging. Really? Yeah. She's still she just came back because well. she did it for a minute. No, right? she's been back for a while, no. but she's like really low key. Like, okay. Yeah, she does lifestyle vlogs, and she still does like pretty. I mean, obviously, she was like the biggest one for a while. But that's no. what I would think back then they would get engaged because like that, that would have been the time. Ooh, yeah. yeah, you know, what big I mean? new. Yeah, that's how I think in like a content creator way. I'm just like, oh, we'll do it. Well, it's like hyped or I yeah. Don't know. I guess she just chose like the I don't know. She's they're so like low key about it, which is I think really cute. It's like yeah, it's cute that they're so like low key about like their content and their relationship. I don't know. It's sweet. Yeah, yeah. I think it's cool. I don't know. Let us know in the comments below if that's you. I would love to interview someone. Maybe I'll get Lena or something on here because I would. I'm like so. I really am just so curious about it. I mean, again, whatever way it would happen, like if you know would happen, like I wouldn't have cared if we. I really did want to get engaged and get married. But even if it didn't, I would have been like, I'm happy to buy a house with you. I'm happy to have a baby with you. Like, so yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I think it's cool. I just, I wonder if it's exciting for them or why they changed their mind or why it's so long. I don't know. Did you ever have beef? I was like, maybe so well, come on one day. I don't think I had beef with any right? of the British. Okay. I never, they never even crossed my yeah. mind ever. About, not in a bad way, but I knew they were massive. And I'm just like, English people in general, like British people just seem so far removed from us yeah. that I never yeah. think about them. You know what I mean? Which when I went to Celebrity Big Brother and all of a sudden I'm like surrounded by all oh. these like British accents. I'm like, whoa. Like it was a culture shock. The way they act, the way they talk, the way they think is like literally like aliens, like just a different breed over there. And I couldn't. I couldn't take it 24 hours a day. Just, <laughs> oh, Trish, yeah, no, go pop it out. You're going to have that. You know, just a lot. And they would have slang where I didn't know. Like, I think cigarettes, they call the F word. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. It's just like a lot. <laughs> it was weird. I don't know. 
Celebrity Big Brother was a weird time. Tiffany, New York, Pollard. Tiffany, New York, Pollard, yeah. you know her? Okay, yeah, from of course. the new House of Villain show. We've been DMing, but she's very busy. But um, she commented on my Donny Osmond photo with like star eyes. I would love Tiffany on this podcast. Uh, she's a dream, dream. guest. Dream, yeah. <gasps> I couldn't even imagine her here. She's She looks good. She looks so yeah, good. She's sickening, yeah. Such a, she was one of my biggest inspirations for doing Celebrity Big Brother. I was like, oh, I want to be in a house with someone like Tiffany. And of course they gave me, <laughs> they gave me no one. They gave me someone from Mob Wives or something. And I was like, okay. Um... <laughs> Yeah, but I would love Ariana. Wait, did we talk about this? What? The Ariana Grande news hot topic. Oh, yeah, we should talk about okay. that one. So speaking of Ariana with this little look today. <laughs> we had to do a tie-in because otherwise why would I be wearing this? I don't know. I had this look in my mind for so long. Um, did you see her Vogue Beauty Secrets video? No. Wait, did I? Did we talk about this? Did no. I? Did no. You? I don't think so. Um, well, she was really cute in there. She was people were like praising her because she was really honest about um oh, the lip fillers yes and botox yes and fillers in general right kind of like injectables yeah because she's talking about her laugh lines which i did not know you fill your laugh lines to get rid of them yeah if i filled these laugh lines i would look like i have a big fat face how come you don't look fatter i think we talked about this before about injections like how come you don't look fatter because you said yeah are we talking about your injections oh yeah I don't care. you said you got your jaw done yeah I've gotten, i have to get it redone i don't know if it's still in there but um, which is crazy yeah i've gotten it the, my jaw here and then chin and then yeah on both sides and it makes it what more, more defined. defined yeah That's such a weird it thing more of a jawline. why does injecting your face look more defined because um, the the filler in here it's harder so it kind of just looks more like the bone of like the interesting the yeah it is really interesting and i remember i'm not to like comment on ariana's like face or anything but i remember like everyone was commenting um that when she was doing remember when she was doing the voice like oh she like she looks so different people were like picking apart how mm-hmm. she looked and speculating if she got worked on or whatever and then i think there was people just saying no like she didn't get anything done it's just like when you fluctuate with weight when you have fillers and stuff mm-hmm. it just like if you lose weight with filler it just makes the filler more like apparent oh. so that definitely has a big interesting part in it. Yeah. so she had filler did she say where she said full transparency as i do my lips i've <laughs> oh had a God. ton of lip filler over the years and botox i stopped in 2018 cuz i just felt like it was too much. I just felt like it was I was hiding. Um, and then she got emotional, which I, every time around I gets emotional, I it makes my heart. I don't know. I have a soft spot for her. Oh, the way you said it was like mm, I don't know. That seemed fake. No, or like I the have way a soft spot for her because yeah. I, I think she's very. I think she's a sensitive person. Totally. You know? And to be in the public eye and get that scrutiny about your looks all the time, like no matter how confident you are, like people constantly being like too much filler, too much this. You're too, too skinny, skinny. Like yeah. You know what I mean? I. It must be a lot. Even if you love being skinny, there's people who like love that's their personality trait is being skinny, but it's still like a lot to hear all the time. Yeah. I don't know. Especially as a a child star too. Well, I think that's it. Yeah. People commenting. She said, since I stopped getting fillers and Botox, I was just like, oh, I want to see my well-earned cry lines and smile lines. I hope my smile lines get deeper and deeper and I laugh more and more. I just think aging can be such a beautiful thing. Oh. But then she clarified, like, no judgment against people who do, which I think is, yeah. Yeah, but I think that's, like, not a bad thing to say because I do think you change your perspective a lot as you get older. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you're young, you're so insecure. And, like, it was trendy to have, like, lip injections, but now it's trendy not to. Or people just like the natural look better. Yeah. So I think it's, like, good to say, like, what you feel. I feel like so many women, when they get older, get their implants out. I'm going to get my implants out. Again, I'm trying to get pregnant, so I'm not trying to have surgeries or anything right now. But I would totally get my implants out or at least removed. I don't want them to look saggy. I'd get them, like, smaller at this point um but yeah you're like a whole perspective changes i also think as an older person like getting plastic surgery like it just scares me the risk of like losing your life from like complications and stuff like that like is it really worth it like maybe if you're really insecure about something but i always want like a tummy tuck in this i'm like but is it worth like 
not seeing my children grow up to have like a tummy tuck, you know, like, yeah. like Connie's mom. That's so sad. Like she died during plastic surgery and it's like, oh, yeah. you know, I think that's, it's so, so sad. My, that was always my fear. Even before getting implants. I'm like, I always heard about like girls game done and done. It's just like so sad. And like, like the chances of it happening is probably not likely, but it's still like, do you want to risk it? You know, like mm. what's worth the risk to me? Like childbirth is also risky, but it's worth the risk to like have a baby. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is it worth the risk to have a flat stomach? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I guess the older you get, you don't care, especially like when you're married and stuff and he doesn't care. It's like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Your priorities just shift, I think, when you get yeah. comfortable. And it like, also wastes you know. your time doing all that. Like, it is a time consuming thing for me. Like, when I'm on vacation, like, I don't want to do my makeup because I want to, like, spend time with my family. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. I used to, I used to always do my makeup on vacation and stuff like that, but I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah, just like waste your time overall, like getting your nails done, sitting there for a couple hours every week or getting your nail hair done. It's like, I don't want to waste my time doing that. Yeah. And I think like if you find value, like if people find value in it and that's like something that makes them yeah. feel good, like physically, mentally, do it. then do it. Yeah. And I think, I don't know. Sometimes you just, it, like it, for me, it's like, it doesn't give me anything anymore. Me really, you know, like it's fun sometimes on occasion, but like just on a regular day, like I don't really care about doing it anymore. You know, yeah. um, like I'd rather, like you said, I'd just rather be doing something else with that time. Yeah, but that's, like you said, priority shift, because I always think about, like, young people. Who was it that I saw the other day? Remember I said someone, I'm like, oh, Tana. She is everywhere. She's, yeah. like, at New York Fashion, <laughs> Fashion Week. Week. Like, she does, like I said, when she did my podcast, she did another podcast, and then went to a concert. And I was just like, oh, man, like, that's crazy. But, I mean, I wish I was that busy. That's what I was thinking about. I was like, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, when I was, like, single and didn't have, like, I wish I was that busy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. being busy all the time, like that does like feel so good. But now I look at it I'm like, oh my God, that's so exhausting. Which is like why I, I like, I love her and I love like following her. Cause I'm like, man, to be like young and really living your life, which is so smart. There's so many like young people, including me when I was in my twenties, I would just wait around, like literally wait around to like hear from a guy I was seeing. Like it was mm. so weird. Like auditions, if I was a background actor on something, if I had the possibility of that guy coming over that day, I would just like not see anyone. And I just like wasted my whole 20s waiting around for guys to come over. <laughs> yeah. Like it's crazy. So I really do feel like my best piece of advice for young people is to, like live your life. Like for real. Because like I love my life now, but it's like really you have no time to do anything like for yourself at all. Like, you know, it's like, crazy. So I was like seeing like Tana like at Fashion Week and then this. I'm like, God, she's everywhere tour. I'm like, she's living the life. Like, that's what you need to do when you're young. You really need to yeah. It. yeah. It's so crazy. It's like, I don't know, like going back to like the lockdown thing, it's so weird. Like that time difference made like changed everything. It's so, so weird. Much. Cause before, like I it was a reset. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I care more about appearances or even if I was unhappy, like looking like I like I was happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like right. just like, appearing as if I don't know, like now I don't really, and, yeah. yeah. Like I don't really post or anything now, but like before then I would like get dressed up just to get an Instagram, oh, you know, it was yeah. like that. But now it's just like, I don't really care. Yeah. yeah it's so I feel weird. that way too. When we like plan a date, it's like, it has to be on a day where I'm already glammed for like work or something, <laughs> you know? I'm like, okay, we can go out after because I look cute, but like I have to put makeup on and so we, we went somewhere and I had to put makeup on. It was, oh, we went out to dinner with the, our Israeli, we're on Israeli TV. And so we went out with our cast members and we went to Firefly. Have you been there? Mm -mm. Oh, it's Studio City? No. I feel like it's a very trendy spot we went there and um and i think that's where i started losing my voice because i was like shouting and stuff like that but putting on makeup and like going out when like you could just stay home <laughs> yeah. it's like oh man it's just like it was fun when i got out but it was just a lot like i need to be already fully dressed before having to like go out you yeah. know what I mean? but ariana we love that you're honest about your lip filler and potash. I like when people are honest about it. Mm -hmm. I like when people are honest about if they regret it, if they like it. Like, I wish the Kardashians were a little more transparent about their yeah, stuff. Yeah, I agree. You know, like, Chloe being like, I had one nose job. I'm like, okay, wow. <laughs> and I feel like she's so real. So it's always, like, sad when yeah. 
don't know. It's just weird because they're, they're faces are so documented throughout history. I know. Like, why not be honest? And I feel like real is, like, what people love. Like, people want to be like, they're so real, they're so real. And it's like, I feel like the Kardashians are in a perfect position to be, like, real, but they're just, like, not with that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Which is, like, kind of annoying. Because I guess Kylie was, like, trying to be real by saying she got her boobs done and she didn't, like, want it or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, well, we didn't talk about any straight guys yet, but I have a little bit of straight guy news. Well, more of a little rant. I feel like I'm not too gossipy or judgy, but I think when it comes to straight white guys, especially straight white conservative guys, not Tim Allen, never about Tim Allen. We <laughs> love him. But Ben Shapiro, do we know him? Do you know him? Just from like the Barbie thing. That's the first time I heard about him. No way. Yeah. I'm sure about Ben Shapiro because he's a proud Jewish person. And I love Jewish men that are just like proud, that wear a yarmulke proudly like every day. Like I think it's, I think it's great. So I was like, I'm really into Ben Shapiro, I never watched the show, but, like, um, yeah, then I saw the Barbie thing. Then I realized he's kind of, like, ick. So we talked about, like, shaming SW, sex workers, um, and he literally just went recently. Who is the woman? Who's the – there's someone running for government. Yeah, I don't have her name. I can find her name, but – She's basically running for government and then... Running for government. What is she <laughs> running for? A congressman? She's like a congresswoman or something like that. Probably, and she yeah. And she filmed... She's like filmed live acts of her with her partner or whatever like that. And he's basically saying... And now it's like being used against her because she's running for politics. And he's basically being like, oh no, like the stuff you filmed is like being put out there like boohoo for you. And I was kind of like, kind of a bad take, but also like... If you're getting into politics, like, do you think that if you did that kind of work in the past, like adult work, do you think it should be used against you fairly? Because, like, in one hand, he's like, oh, boohoo, like, this is, like, being used against you. But as someone who's done it, it's like, I don't think it should ever be used to, like, weaponize against you. No. You know what I mean? But he's just saying, like, oh, this is the consequence well, of your actions. He's the one using it against her right now. That's oh, the he's only... the one that put it out? No, someone else no, put it I'm out. No, but saying, I'm saying by talking about it in that way, Ugh. that's what's happening. So her name is Susanna Gibson, and she's a Virginia Democrat. So yeah, so he was, because he was basically saying, well, if she did that kind of work, she'll do anything for money. Oh, yes. And that's why I, I like... think that's where you really lose the plot, because I'm like, I know you. You wouldn't do anything for money. Yeah. Like, you're not going to sell. I do a lot for money, but. Right, but creative stuff. And yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. you wouldn't break the law for money, for example. Yeah, so he's, like, insinuating that she would not be a good congresswoman because she did this, like, adult work and stuff like that. And I was just like, you're missing the mark. I also recently saw something about Ben Shapiro. Do you know Do you know about Ketubah? Mm-hmm. It's in the Jewish. Okay, so it's basically, like, in the Jewish, like, faith. If you get married to, um, in a Jewish ceremony, like, basically, it's, like, um, like a contract. So basically, it's like if you get divorced, you have to put in the ketubah how much you're going to pay the wife. Oh. Which, how does this work for gay men, I wonder? Because I know for, in the Jewish faith. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. What? It's a religious thing. It's like saying, how will the Catholic Church do it? They don't. They don't the marry. Jewish? What? They won't marry a gay couple. No way. Yeah, they're, oh. if you're Orthodox Jew. They oh, my God. It. Oh, my God. T, I just found out. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so proud to be in a Jewish relationship. But, oh, my God, that's so sad. Well, there's so many different levels to it because I'm you not find, Orthodox. You could find a rabbi that may be, like, cool with it. What do they do in Israel? There's so much um, gay pride over there. Well, they get married in a different way. But there's, like, mm. reforming... Jews and the reforming, Oof. like, I'm sure there's a rabbi in West that. Hollywood that does that. I don't know. Anyways, there you get this, like, marriage, like, contract, and if you get divorced, the man has to pay the woman. Even if the woman's a top earner, the, the man still has to pay the woman. And I was like, where was our ketubah? We didn't do a, <laughs> we didn't do a prenup or anything like that, but where was our ketubah? Well, we didn't have a Jewish ceremony oh, with a rabbi. Gosh. 
I was like, dang, that's crazy. Maybe like that's the woman why always... women convert. Maybe that's why they convert. I, I know. Because they want to get that type of Do you think Adam Sandler had a ketubah? Well, I'm sure he had everything. That and a prenup. Oh. And <laughs> but does it cancel it out, a prenup with a ketubah? <laughs> My guess he did have a Jewish wedding. I mean, we met He did have rabbi. a Jewish wedding. I know this because yeah, she converted. So, they, so that's part of it. I mean, we signed a document in our wedding. Well, just a marriage license. Right, but it's the same thing. So no, it's not. We don't get. No one gets paid after any of this. <laughs> no, but I'm saying this is the Old Testament marriage license, right? Because they've been doing this from the Bible days oh before gosh. there was government, before there was. Judges I had no money and... in my account when we got married. So... I was gonna do a prenup, and then I was like, okay, they're like, Here, what are your assets? I'm like, oh, I have none. <laughs> <laughs> I just make a lot, but I spend it all. Like I literally was like nothing. Dang, I should have gotten the ketubah sign. Actually, I drained him of the money because he had the good credit. I'm like, let's get that line of credit going to pay off this wedding. So, um, yeah, but that's what people don't understand. Like, religious religion existed before government. So oh, that's okay. the old-fashioned marriage license. Ben Shapiro, I think your takes suck on everything. I think he just tries to go viral. One time he used a clip of me, and it was just like literally he had he literally had zero reaction to it. He just watched it, put it up, and it goes, huh, wow. And I was just like, what? And it got like a million views, and I was like, you are a phony. I just think it's like a lot. Like, I mean, love that you wear a kippah, but I'm just like... Oh, yeah. He said he was going to put $10 million into the ketubah for his wife. And then his dad, the the dad of the, his father-in-law basically was just like, she's not worth that much. I'm like, if your father said that, father said that about me, I'd be like, what the heck? So he put like half a million or something down into it. And I was just like, this is so random. Why was he even talking about that? That's so random. I didn't know part of this about the Jewish faith. I didn't know about the ketubah. Seems like very. No, he told it just like a random story. God, I used to love him before I heard him talk. I was like, God, I love Ben Shapiro. (laughs) But that's. I mean, it's normal because if you really dive into what the real Orthodox Jews believe in, there's things you won't agree with. It's just like we don't. Most Jews in Israel are not religious, are not Orthodox. I don't know if that's true, though, because he is like posting content on Shabbat. Aren't you like supposed to turn off your phone and cameras and everything like that? For sure. He probably, what they do is they go around it. They have it like automatically. Like you can set a premiere for Saturday. But Uh-oh. if you do it on Friday, it's fine. But what about his merch? I thought you're not supposed to idolize anyone. Yeah, he definitely breaks the Jewish laws by that. We got him. <laughs> you're also not supposed to have a TV in your house or an image. So the oh. fact that there's people that worship, idolize him is wrong mm. in the Jewish religion. You're not supposed to idolize any human being. Interesting. So interesting. you got him there. I want to interview like real orthodox and not a judgy way at all i have mm-hmm. so many questions of why like when you can't have um you have to have sex through a sheet right yeah <laughs> all the time or just when they have the period oh no you can't no, no when you're on you're... your period you're like in a separate room for two weeks you're, you're separate beds you're not a separate bed. room oh, but then why yeah. do you do the sheet i'm not sure about that one that one is kind of an I, urban legend I have, talk wait thing. no i think it's oh uh, i this is what i'm saying i want to have i would love to have chef moses and tipora but they're not Orthodox either because they're also on TikTok and I love them. But well, well, you have to have somebody of that nature to come on a show. Surely <laughs> they have to make it a little bit. <laughs> right. Yeah, they I, don't guess, yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> I need a real man. But usually rabbis, they do love to teach and talk. About we had a good rabbi on our Israeli mm-hmm. show. He was really. He should be the guest. I would I'd be down. Oh, by the way, happy uh, Shana Tova. Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah. Wait, Shana Tova. Yeah, Rosh Hashanah is when oh. you say Shana Tova. Oh, okay. <laughs> happy Rosh Hashanah, Shana Tova. Hugs and Mac. It's Happy New Year. It's a new year in the Jewish religion. So it's a fresh start. I hope you all had your pomegranate, honey, and apples. Because pomegranate's fertility. So let's let's get it going. <laughs> I love it. Anyways, all right. That was our Jewish segment of the day. Oh, man. <laughs> I just see Ben Shapiro everywhere. And I'm just like, why? You can bundle it into the straight 
main news. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> He's kind of straight-ish, right? I don't know. Very. Is yeah. He? I don't know. Is he very, very straight? Or you're just saying that, like you know, like I know he's married to a woman, but like, does that mean he's very straight? We don't know. I mean, I think. I mean, everything about his views about the world are is okay. Yeah, maybe brand, too straight. Maybe he's a little too. But I always think when someone's <laughs> so straight and conservative, and I feel like, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I mean, we see it all the time too. There's always like, you know, there. Super conservative people, especially in politics. If you're gonna like shame a sex worker, okay, then go shame every other conservative person that has a sex scandal. Exactly. You know? So many. Do you remember that guy, Gary Condit? No. It was before. It was right before September 11th, then it disappeared. I don't know. Okay, anyways, that's all day. I don't know. I don't really know. The, <laughs> oh my God. I know. Get it? Not into September 11th. Okay, that was a whole other thing. I don't know why we went there, but I guess it was on my list. Okay. I feel like I need to ask you about the aliens that were discovered in Mexico. Oh my God. So cute. Love it. Which is like, oh, we were supposed to send you a picture on the way up to Vegas. We saw the aliens too. We we're going to send you a picture. Or the, or, the UFO was being taken down. Wait, what? Yes. Wait, explain. Context? Okay. Context. <laughs> we were on the way past the alien jerky thing. There was a UFO being taken down in the middle of the street. No, not in the middle of the street, off the street. In the middle of the desert. What? Yes. And it was before the flashing panels. And he's like, send this to Oscar. And I forgot to. And I took a picture. I took a picture and the picture was deleted. Not kidding. The picture was gone. And I'm being 100% serious because I took it. I remember most being like, take this along the way. So I was taking him. Completely gone. All videos. Everything scrapped. Yeah. I think, right? I mean, the technology they have is The aliens are among us. But the corpse is in Mexico or New Mexico? <laughs> we need to know. They did, they did look like beef jerky. Someone sent me an email to not talk about aliens, though. Did I send you that? Oh, yes. Well, yes that but, everyone's like, don't talk about the aliens. But they mean the human aliens. I don't know. Oh, it was weird. God. I was like, okay, sign. Oh, my God. Is... We lost Oscar. I know. Wait, oh my what did it, what did it, can you explain what was going on? This is big This is big news. This is big news, but I have no proof. This, so now I don't know what to say other than Moses being in the car. I had just woken up, so I was like, I'm kind of confused where we were. We were past the jerky. This had nothing to do with the jerky. And I think Moses, you said something like, is it always yeah. being taken down? Because I thought it was like an attraction or something. But I was like, tell I me. The building that UFO shape and the panels were like they were taking it apart. But but like no one could get up there. Like no human could get up there. Yeah, like I don't know. It was weird, but. It was weird because, like, it's huge, right? It's like, If it was just part of the attraction, which I had never seen before, it wasn't part of the jerky attraction, there's no way you could get those panels down. They were too big. They were too tall. Nobody was up there doing it in ladders. What? Yeah, it was crazy. And I meant to take pictures. I did take pictures, and they're gone. <laughs> they're gone. There was, like, billboards along the way for the jerky. Yeah, I think that's a distraction. It was weird. To keep you from not seeing the UFO. <laughs> Oh my god! If you guys are driving up to Vegas from California, it was weird. Maybe yeah. we should drive again to see. It was so weird. Anyways, back to the story. Wild. Oh we don't want. Yeah. yeah, we don't want the episode to be deleted too. So. <laughs> no, yeah, no people do. It's like the MGM thing happening right now. Like all that's being taken down. Like people are like, you can't talk about anything. Oh my god! But can we, well, so did they the find Mexican... these real corpses? So it was like a. Um, they were from Peru, which I, my my dad's from Peru. So <gasps> Come some to kind of relief. <laughs> We need to know. Um, Is he in Peru now, your dad? No. My uncles are, though. Yeah. Should but we call this was, them? This happened in Mexico, though. It was like a... Oh, but the 
aliens were from Peru, but the they were found in Mexico. Aliens from Peru, but they were yeah, because oh. Mexico. Remember how the U.S. had like a Congress hearing about the aliens? Mm-hmm. Is Mexico had like a similar one, mm-hmm. um, and then so a scientist had um, a journalist, not a scientist, a Mexican journalist and a re- like a alien researcher brought in these two non-human bodies and said like if you did the DNA test, it would prove that they're non-human. Did they do it? It turned out to be a hoax. Like he's, oh. yeah. Which I, I kind of figured it would be a hoax, but I, the part of me was really hoping it was real because they, they were so cute. <laughs> like very oh, skinny, very petite. Okay, skinny legend. Skinny, love it. petite, big lips. I'm like, that's cute. Oh, I didn't see the lips. Oh, I just saw yeah. like an up angle, <laughs> but no double chin on those. That's crazy. Why is Mexico always seeing the stuff no one else sees? Like Guadalupe is down there. Our Lady of Guadalupe, Mother Mary. Like they're always presented in Mexico. <laughs> and like. The Aztecs, the Aztecs, yes. yeah, that's true. There's a lot of stuff which going wasn't on real. Down there. The Aztecs right? were real. Is that where you're going? <laughs> no, the Aztecs are real. <laughs> what was your story about them then? What are they not seeing down there? No, I was just saying they have a lot of crazy stuff oh. going on. Actually, I don't know anything about the Aztecs. <laughs> I never remember that. Oh my god. <laughs> well, so sorry to the aliens. Uh, when you saw your aliens, they look like those little guys yes <laughs> they did aliens look like that for a reason it's like jesus the depiction of jesus like he looks like that for a reason like someone captured this like there's a reason everyone has that universal alien sign universal jesus sign they did look like this yes were they that little when you saw them no they're always skinny i'm trying to think for real let me think they're tiny i told you like like, a, like the, the tooth and the and the alien they're about this height they walk in like this I'm serious. I am so serious. I know aliens are real. I know it. It's going to happen. Oh, my God. I would love to, like, interview, like, an alien for real. How fun would that be? Man. Oh, my God. The so Josh cool. Trish alien exclusive would actually oh, be tea. Because if they're real. Oh, my God. God, there's so much to learn. <laughs> what, would you, what would be the first question you ask? Um, I would ask them. Oh, God, that's tough. What would be? You'd have to help me with the question. Like, what do they think of Ariana Grande's Sweetener Foundation? Or do they do their makeup? Oh, that's shit. Like, do they have their own economy? Maybe. (laughs) I wonder. In different planets, do they have different money? Oh my god. Yeah. Interesting. They are. Oh my god. Aliens are so rich. (laughs) Because they have the spaceships and stuff like and that. And those have to be expensive. For sure. The technology. There has to be like an Elon Musk of aliens. I was going to ask about Elon Musk. But I'm like, let me not bring up Elon Musk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Moses told me that he can be controversial. Like, he's not always liked. And I was like, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know he was like a conservative like that. I was like, I just thought he was like a funny personality or something like that. I was like, oh, okay. Sorry. No Elon Musk. Unless he wants to come on the podcast. To address everything. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Well, should we get into the? I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> the serious. Let's take it down a notch. Um. All right. So I guess it's like. Is this, this our serious hats I have to come know. on? It's a, we always like. Uh, <laughs> we always dread it, but I know you know it what has like, to be done. I know I try to do videos on my main channel, so it like doesn't talk about on this channel because I'm just like sometimes I, I don't know. To me, it's like this situation, the, like the the Colleen stuff. It's just like not drama, and like keep hearing it being called drama and people capitalizing off of it and you know it just like bothers me so much to my core like so much to my core I feel like when it involves like children and stuff how people just like over like it just gets counted as like oh cancel culture is awful and cancel culture got her it's like like when I heard Jojo Siwa on How You Does podcast like seeing like you know a lot of people were vict- um you know got hurt by this cancellation I'm like this isn't a cancellation. Like, it's just not a cancellation, period. Like, she left the internet and, like, I guess canceled herself. But it's, like, there's so much, like, there's so much to this that, like, people just 
there's no accountability. That's what I'm saying. Like there's none whatsoever, not even an inkling of like, okay, I hurt people. I'm sorry. Or, oh man, this sucks. Like I shouldn't, you know, like even, even her line of like, you know, where she's just like, you know, I'm not a, not a groomer, just a loser. Like she really could have just been like, Hey guys, like I was thinking in this mentality, like, I'm so sorry. Like I hurt people. Like, why can't you just give that like little bit of apology and closure to these people who are like still severely hurt by it? You know what I mean? And it's like to have your friend who is your friend since she was 12 years old and you were 27, like defend you like this. And someone who's really well liked by children, by the way, is like, it's so, it's so frustrating. It's so unbelievably frustrating and like hurtful. And I don't even consider myself like obviously like a, one of these child victims that were like involved, the people who were hurt, you know, the the girl on the stage when she was 16, Adam McIntyre, the people in the group chat doing the tampon challenge. Like it's just crazy to me how this gets like swept under and almost like joked about. I don't know. It's just like weird. I don't know. Here's the thing. I think JoJo in general, tries to be, like, super positive, right? And I think mm-hmm. if that's the stance she was going to have, should have just, like, avoided talking about it. And I I get – like, I'm trying to get, like, her perspective on it, right? And I imagine, like like you said, since she was 12 years old, growing up, this fam- – like, she's collabed with them, gone on mm-hmm. vacations with them. She's been, like, a part of that whole circle. So I know that there has to be, like, a sense of loyalty to them. And then there's an, an element of, like, that can't be true because I know them. And I know mm-hmm. that they would never – I know that she would never do that. But there's just so much evidence that you have to, like, kind of set aside the person you you think you know versus, like, who they are and what they've done to other people. You know, there's yeah. that element to it. Which it kind of almost is, like, because they were friends at such a young age, it's, like – it's almost as if it's, like – yeah, you're so attached. You're so like the only reason I use the word manipulation is because like I feel like I have kind of a unique like perspective on the situation because I was also friends with Colleen when this happened and I did also feel some sort of like oh, I know Colleen or like she never brought this up before. I never seen her do this like but the manipulation I felt by her and I truly do and I don't use that term loosely at all. Like I I really don't use manipulation like loosely, but I feel like I, I know I was manipulated and like I think that's why I have so much anger still and I feel like I I see this almost with JoJo like it's manipulation. She's saying, "Oh, these are all lies." Well, she wasn't there in the situation. She's not involved unless she was in these group chats or whatever like that, which I don't she didn't say anything to. But the only person who could be telling you that these are lies are someone that's involved. So, Colleen and these people are involved. And I how do I know this because she's telling me this. I'm like, "Oh, like did you like, and I, I was so nice about it when I first heard the stuff about the pictures being sent to Johnny and, you know, allegedly to Adam, I, you know, I brought it up to her and she's like, oh my gosh, what? No, they were like your fans. Like they were sending me pictures. And I was like, guys, and sometimes I would do like one word response, like, okay, like such crazy lies when she knew that this was like out there and then later confirming it to me. So it's no longer a lie. Like she confirmed this happened. So, but I was also manipulated. I was thinking like, Okay. So I was like, you know, at the time I'm like, well, we should at least talk about it if we were, because she kept pushing to come back with the podcast. And when I started like really like listening to this stuff, I was kind of like, I don't know. And like, yes, being a skeptic, being her friend, being an influencer, yes, lies are told about you. So you're just like, okay, let me like hear more. But she was constantly pushing to like do the show. We're going to come back and show them. Like we don't, and then she was like, yeah, we'll talk about it on the show was the first thing she said. Then she came back a couple weeks later, like, let's not even talk about it. We'll just come back so we can show them, like, look, we're friends, like, this kind of stuff. And I was like, that's when it started feeling icky to me because I'm like, why is she pushing coming back so much when she herself hasn't said anything, me, wanting me to be the first to put out there to test the waters to see how it goes? It was so manipulative, and I would just, like, really hate her so much for it because I was someone who's like, 
okay, maybe, maybe, you know, you know, and I was someone who's like, well, I don't know. Like, let me see what, you know, cause you just don't know. You just don't know, right? The truth, but you just have to give in this situation, the space and the time for the truth to come out. And the truth has already come out about this. She was French with Adam when he was a teenager. She was having inappropriate conversations with minors about tampons, her sex life, divorce, all this stuff like that. Like those, those are facts. Those are facts. She admits it. She calls it being desperate, but no, you're to have this inappropriate relationship. So for Jojo to be like, Oh, all these lies, like just discounting facts. You know what I mean? Like, yes, in a sea of things, there's probably lies, but when there's actual facts and no one's taking accountability or responsibility for it, it's manipulation. She's hearing it from somebody saying that these are lies because there's no way. I don't believe Jojo is so egotistical to things that she knows what lies are when she wasn't in that situation, you know? So to be like, oh, all these lies and stuff like that, just crediting actual facts that are out there that have presented themselves is insane to me. It's crazy. And it just screams manipulation. And it's the number one reason I feel like everyone saw it is like, this is why you're not, you shouldn't be friends with a minor because are any of Colleen's adult friends standing up for her or defending her? No, Mm. because you can love someone. Like I'm sure her husband loves her. I'm sure her parents love her and you can love someone and just know that they're in the wrong and let them deal with the consequences. Like Jojo, just like, you need to know this is the wrong. Be there for them privately because you don't want them to like hurt themselves or anything like that. But to defend and call other people who were hurt by this, like victims, I'm like, that's so gross on so many levels. And I don't know a hundred percent if I blame Jojo because she's obviously hearing it from someone and it's obviously a manipulation and you are friends with someone since you're a child. She kept reiterating since I was 12 since this we became friends it's like that's the problem that's the problem you're the only one sticking up for this because you met her when you're a child and you're believing all this stuff which we saw in the swoop thing when Joshua talked about the Jojo situation which is to me was just I, I had like a sickness to my stomach the fact that there was even this battle which Josh supposedly said allegedly said that he didn't want a part of of like getting Jojo on people's side during that or like oh they're not talking to her because she's on thing it's like everyone's a grown adult in this situation except for Jojo so mm. like even putting her in that situation it's like when the worst kind of parents will make the kids in the middle of the divorce which she's not even their child so it's even weirder that they were doing that but it just like the whole thing is like so sick and twisted so then she feels like yeah she has loyalty to Colleen because Colleen was there for her when this during this difficult time or whatever it's just the whole thing was a lot it was just a lot and hearing the situation about Jojo and how they were all friends with her I don't know it's just no matter how mature a child is like hanging out with someone like that being that close to someone as a child when you're not their parent or not related to them and not a mentor by the way I should also say this some people were asking about like the big brother big sister program completely different I think having like you know, helping a child who doesn't have like a mentor at home, like, of course, those systems could be skewed, but like you're designated, you're being watched, all this stuff like that. Like, of course, that's like a different thing. And not everyone has the intentions, but I think in just in general, being friends or too friendly, even in that situation with a child or sharing this information about a divorce, information about any of this stuff is like, they're a child. Like it's the fact that Jojo was even like witness to all of that and like involved with all of that to that extent is like, disturbing and now we're like seeing it as an adult how she's like defending this and how she thinks it's like totally okay like because how he asked in the interview he, this how Mandela interview she did he asked like oh my granddaughter who's nine would be a fan and if she could talk to you she would and Jojo's like yeah but the difference is me and me and Colleen were friends we became close friends and I'm like that right there is the problem like you wouldn't be friends with Howie's nine-year-old granddaughter but you're thinking it's okay because you guys are friends how did you become friends how did you have that closeness why it's just you idolize this person. Like you obviously had these rose colored glasses on. Like there's so much wrong and it makes me sad. It makes me sad 
for JoJo, I'm not saying she, she doesn't want to be a victim. She's not a victim. But I just don't think she's clearly not realizing the severity of what Colleen was doing with these friendships mm-hmm. at the very minimum with, like, people like Adam and stuff like that, which is, like, so disturbing. And I think Colleen knows it's disturbing. Hence why in her ukulele she was, like, not a groomer, just a loser. Like, she's trying to make excuses. Like, she knows she was in these chats. It was inappropriate. But she's trying to, like, count it off as something less serious than what it was. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I was so, like, removed from everything. So I was, like, a consumer of, like, the media when, you know, back in the day when JoJo had just started coming out and doing all these collabs and stuff. And it makes me look back at that time of, like, you know, everyone kind of consuming these videos. And for the most part, no one was really saying anything, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they were doing videos and posting them on both channels. You know, it was a big thing. And no one really pointed out, like, that big age disparity. And especially now as an as like you know in their 30s like that is so weird and i think there is an element of like not seeing jojo as like an actual person Mm -hmm. right but as a character because she does have such a big personality and maybe that had something to do with it not on the colleen side but on the consumer side you know watching these videos and like kind of like endorsing that like friendship and not questioning it just like an element of not seeing jojo as like an actual person Mm -hmm. because she's loud and she's big and she's doing music and she's wearing these crazy clothes of course, like it was right before when we did Hot Topics, we were talking about JoJo or last week we were talking about right. JoJo and we kind of said same with Abby. Like she is like whenever she talks about Abby, she's very positive. She mm-hmm. went to go see Abby in the hospital. You know, she does TikToks with Abby. Abby talks positive about JoJo. There's also like a weird dynamic there too. And I don't know, like I do, I feel bad because I know that JoJo is like genuinely believes this stuff and like is trying to be positive or I feel like she genuinely believes this stuff and is trying to be super positive, but I think I don't know if she fully realized like the people she would hurt by making comments like that, like to kind of like diminish people who do have a lot of trauma because of the stuff that she mm-hmm. was doing. And also, I think Adam tweeted like you were trying to say that she wasn't doing any of this stuff because you befriended her at 12 years old when you were a fan. It's like, yeah, it's literally the same situation. But- I mean, all her fans did that. They all like the one the one that started this whole thing. Was it Cody? Um, they were like, you know, they were defending Colleen when the the Adam situation First came out. Happened, yeah. Because like you idolize someone, you're there and, and then you're also close on top of that. Like of course you're gonna like wanna defend them and stuff like that. And I and I have to like also preface like you know collaborations with people because the people say they're in the same field and stuff like that because I did a collaboration with JoJo too and I didn't anymore after that because it was kind of like a weird YouTube such a weird thing because you're not acting with someone even acting I think it's like bizarre for child actors to do adult scenes with people I get it it's like more acting but when you're a YouTuber and you're just like going to their house like it does feel like her mom was there when I was there. Um, but it just, it still feels very, I don't know. I don't know. It's like, cause it's almost like what's reality. I think because she invited us to New Year's Eve with her and I didn't go, but the guy I was dating did at the time with like, and he had kids or whatever. And so it's like, whatever, but it just feels, I don't know. It almost feels like this blurred line because I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to go hang out with a 15 year old. You know what I mean? Yeah. And again, when you have kids, it's different of course. So I'm not like saying anything there, but it is, it is kind of weird. I think when you were saying, like, she goes on vacations with them and stuff like that, I'm like, okay, as, a, like, a child? Yeah. Like, as an underage person? Like, I don't – unless you're friends, which she didn't have kids at the time. So unless you're friends with, like, her kids, I don't know. I just – even then, like, I don't know. It's it's very bizarre. Anyways, regardless of the situation, it's obviously – no matter what, I mean, there's there's a weird dynamic when you, like, are sticking up for, like, someone that had this relationship. And I don't know her relationship with Abby. Obviously, they were a dance teacher and student. I don't know, like, if they were friends or she says they were friends or anything. But the way she talked about Colleen is, like, we became close friends. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, that's just, like, not normal. And it's 
I don't know. It broke my, it really made me sad on so many because she also said, you know, it's a cancellation. Everyone's getting hurt by it. People are capitalizing off it. Like just really downplaying it as if it's like, oh, poor Colleen. When in fact, it's like there hasn't been enough. And I feel, and I think Adam even said it, is he, you know, an apology goes a long way. Like he would just be done with this chapter if she was just like could apologize. And like, should you have to ask for an apology? No, because does it not feel sincere? But it's like at least acknowledging like, damn, this wasn't my intention, but like, and I know people hate those apologies, but that's better than nothing. It's like saying, this wasn't my intention. Like, I see it's like wrong to make that statement. So it's like known, but now it's like this blurred line where it's like, oh no, it's okay. Well, we can be friends with our favorite influencer that's 30 and married. It's like, mm. no, it's, you know, it's weird. I don't know. I guess because she was friends with like Joey and like, I know who Joey and Daniel are as people. Like at the end of the day, like I know who they are as people mm -hmm. and like know their goodness, you know? So it's like, I had like a speck of wanting to believe. And then she had her, like you said, she had her chance with like the ukulele Right. <laughs> and that's what it was. It was like after that, like you said, like, so like the making the jokes, you reminded me how much I hate that line. I'm not a groomer. I'm just a loser. Yeah. Like to kind of make yourself seem like, oh, I'm just relatable. Like I had no friends my age and, you know, oh. I just had to befriend people who liked my stuff. Like you're grown. You or know? someone else when they said they're like, oh, I was just desperate. It's like that doesn't take away from you doing icky things. Like mm -hmm. you're no call it for what it is. It's it's inappropriate at the very least i think you're right about the situation with jojo like growing up and i also think there's an element too of i think even when she was underage she didn't see her she, i think she always saw herself as an adult because of For sure. how much she worked and stuff and i think that's why i kind of feel bad because i feel like there has to be like i think as she gets older maybe she'll like learn stuff for you sure know? i think when you're like 30 40 like you see child stars now that are like 35 or whatever it's a, just a different perspective when you have a different life perspective and you're like oh like because it probably is fun like and she does seem like she's having fun and i probably would have loved it too it's like but there is something about like having a child work so much and it's like i don't know it's like i get it like it is fun and exciting and like it's better than maybe you don't want to go to college or something but i don't know it's like the jojo thing is is tough and it's like sad and i think the situation i was just like sh i was shocked that she even like that was the take i was like whoa i don't know i think a lot of people when like, stuff was coming out were like wow like jojo probably has some stories you know mm -hmm. and i just never thought that she would say anything because i think to that too is like like you were saying joey's friends with her and stuff like that like i think there is a chance, like, people didn't, like, for me, I genuinely did not know. I remember the first time or the last time we went there, like, 2020 in December or whatever, after I had my baby, like, she's like, oh, yeah, Reddit hates me. I'm always getting canceled. And I was, I was genuinely so confused, like, most of and I'd ask her, I'd be like, why do people hate you? To me, she was, like, unproblematic, wholesome. Like, I, that's, I didn't know anything about Miranda. I didn't know about anything. I just thought, oh, she's just this, like, goody girl. Like, I just thought she was, like, a goody two-shoes girl, just, like, sweet, whatever. Like, that's always my image of her, maybe because I didn't know anything about her, but I was like, oh, she was always been in a long-term relationship she's just that person and then she would tell me like she'd always just tell me like one incident with you know adam about the underwear oh like you know like it became this thing that wasn't and i i still had no idea what it was and then when i watched that whole situation i'm like okay that's weird too and she was like downplaying it like yeah again saying like oh he wanted underwear we like sent it to him or whatever like that but it was like no you offered it it was anyway it became a weird thing but I had no idea she was problematic. And, like, I feel like for me, I'm, like, overly telling people, like, oh, my God, I'm, like, you know, there's this, this, and this in my past or whatever. But she didn't tell me, like, any of that stuff, which I thought was, like, weird. She was concerned, like, going to her podcast people because she – they didn't want to lose ads because of me. But I, she's acting like I was the problematic one. And I was just like, girl, you knew all this. But she always said, like, we're going to get canceled. I'm going to get canceled. Like, it's going to – 
Right? Like, I mean, it always was very much that. And I was like, so confused. Like from even the first episode, are we canceled? Are we canceled? Like, we canceled it or something. And I was like, girl, what did you do in your past that you're so, because I'm a pretty cancelable person. And I was just like, we're fine. We're not doing anything wrong. Meanwhile, all this shit. I was like, what? Still to this day. Well, so she knew, I mean, somewhere in the back of her head, she knew that those photos exist, those text messages about you. So I think it's just like, I don't know. I still don't understand how you go and work with somebody when you know that is there. Because the first, the mukbang in December 2020, she was very much like, oh my God, I feel like you're going to cancel me. Like, oh my God, if it ends bad, is, it, are you gonna, it's going to end so bad. And like all this stuff like that. And I, I remember saying in the mukbang, like, girl, like there's, I'm not in that era of my life. Like I'm not trying to like ruin you or cancel you. And it's like weird. I was like, oh wait, she's like weirdly manifested, but it's not manifesting. She like knew all this shit <laughs> and did the... And that, I, I'm telling you, it's, like, the biggest struggle. And I really try, like, even a swoop thing, I, I, like, full disclosure, I didn't watch, like, the entirety of it. But I was just, like, because it's so, it's the most bizarre thing. It's the most bizarre. Because she would say that stuff, like, oh, like, you know, it ends, it's going to end so badly and stuff. And I'm just, like, what a weird thing to say. And, like, it ended the worst of anything that could possibly end. But because of your actions that mm-hmm. you said about me. Like, you couldn't have possibly forgot that you said all this crap about me. There's just no way. Like, I get not, like, remembering, oh, my God, did I say something about, like, Kathy Griffin or something like that? But it's, like, there's so many texts, and it's repeated, and it's multiple times, and it's all this stuff. I'm like, what? It's so weird. Yeah, because it wasn't just, like, a one... We saw that it wasn't just a one-off thing, like, in the screenshots, you know? It's, like, multiple pictures. Yeah, because at least, like... The like Brianna, like that was like obviously like a one time thing, right? And like we now she's apologized for it, but that and it was, goes such a long way, like yeah. it's like it such a long way. The apology she gave me after I made my video, after I found it out, was literally like that's the most insulting thing. And I was just like, what the heck? Like, but then on top of that, giving me an apology, but not anyone else that like you've like actually affected. Like Adam clearly had a lot of issues with this still, and like it's obviously there's I think her name's Becky. I think it's her name because I mm-hmm. see it on my for you. So Becky, I see her. Um, tweeting a lot about it too so still messed up by it so just be like you know on one hand she's saying the show wasn't for kids and the other hand she's like well 16 or well, I don't know it's like all this stuff like that so it's like just say like you messed up the show should have been over 18 this is like you know like I'm sorry this happened like I don't know it's so so weird for me because now it's now it does kind of snowball into everything else and it's just like okay I don't know yeah and then the swoop video with joshua too kind of i don't know i feel like it just kind of affirmed a lot of things that we already kind of knew you know so mm-hmm. like you said when they were talking about jojo and how if it, like a child of divorce she was when that element is super weird joshua even said like they love that you know uh, jojo would give them more followers and like you know expose miranda and colleen to like more of jojo's audience too. which are kids mm-hmm. which is like and obviously like that i mean no matter what that's true like you're not collabing with like, this child, I mean, maybe, maybe she just likes to be around her. I don't know. But, like, you're clapping for more followers and kid followers, which I always thought, th- that was the other thing. I was just like, oh, these are, like, actual children watching her when I saw, you know what I mean? Like, you don't think about that. But she had to have known that. So, it's like, okay, your your character's not for kids. Like, JoJo was saying, like, it's a comedian and stuff like that. But then you're befriending someone and you're getting all these kids. Mm-hmm. But then she knows it's kids because she's in a group chat with kids and those are her fans. Yeah. And there was clearly adult fans like Johnny. Like, go be friends with people who are 20 years old. Like, why are you befriending like the young kids? Like it's so weird. Yeah. Or the fact that he said that was like I don't know. Well, also like really creeps me out. I hate, and it's kind of like was reiterated in like the Joshua interview with Swoop was when 
they were like talking about what the group chat's name were and like one was like the cookies. I was like, that is, I'm sorry. It's so inappropriate. So inappropriate. I don't like these little names that she gave. And no. I know Adam, I forget which one Adam was in, but Adam always talks about like the weenies. The ween- Okay. Weird. No, I know. I'm like, every time I find out more stuff like this, I'm just like, what? Yeah. Like it feels, it feels dark. It mm-hmm. is dark, yeah. first of all, even if it was a lighthearted thing, but it's like, it always, I always just think like the story Adam tells about going to Dublin to see her and have lunch with her. Like she's married to her second husband, has her assistant over there. She's in her thirties. Like, how are you having like a 15 year old, like meet up with you? You know what I mean? Like you're going, you're inviting them to lunch and then like telling them he was too late. Like so bizarre. Like I couldn't even imagine like having a 15 year old, like come to lunch with me. Like (laughs) what? In another country. In another country with your husband. Like that's bizarre. That's the most. And I can't grasp it. I can't grasp it. The other stuff that Joshua kind of talked about in the soup interview too, I feel like, like I said, just kind of like reaffirms who Colleen was like behind the scenes. Um, obviously, uh, kind of alleged because we only have Joshua's side, but he, um, Joshua talks about how Colleen was DMing uh, other men on Facebook and um, how he, she allegedly was cheating on him with her current husband because um, they met on set of Haters Back mm-hmm. Off. Hmm. But... I just feel, I don't know. I know. It's like the, I mean, here's the thing, right? Like, is it super relevant to like everything else that's going on? No, I guess it's more of like a character thing to kind of just show like, you know, where her kind of like the line of morality was there. I think in a way I don't love that aspect of it because it just takes away from like some really serious shit, you know, like being friends with minors. Like that's the big issue here. And I feel like with Johnny, like it totally hurt, um, people taking it seriously when he just starts like, you know, you just start adding stuff in there just to add stuff in there. You know what I mean? It's like, I think it just takes away a little bit. And it's like, he has every right to talk about this, obviously, but it's almost like just taking away. And at some point you're just like, okay, I get it. It's like, you know, there's, there's a lot of shitty things about her, but it's like, let's focus on like the actual criminal stuff, which grooming should be criminal. Like you're, you're talking to fans for a reason. You're telling them this information about your divorce for a reason. You want them to attack. That's, that's what it is. It's like, you know, you're like, you're manipulating them. That's grooming. It's like being friends with minors to manipulate them. And there's also other stuff in there, like abusing them and stuff like that. But it's like, so that's what she did. And that's what it is. You know, just it's, so to take it away, I don't know. It's like. Joe is the living example of what people are saying is wrong in those relationships. True. Because having her say those things now is exactly what all of those kids did before. Yeah. Mm. And now you actually see it. You see it in action. Like this, here you go, the proof. Because I wasn't like, I was like, oh, groomer, not a loser. I'm like, okay, you know, because groomer used to be a big word about jest. My mind didn't even cross to that direction of like, oh, it's Mm. actually really manipulating people to act in your behalf, do all those things, Mm -hmm. pretty much brainwash. In my mind, brainwash used to be the word. Right. So brainwashing a child is grooming him. Mm -hmm. So Jojo is brainwashed, groomed into that and you actually see it yeah it's definitely that it's definitely like you're you you feel like you need to protect like your parent or something like that so i feel like there's so many like bigger things i mean i i like adore soup i think her like editing style is good i think her research is good and like you know the video it brings entertainment but i just like hope it doesn't like take away you know what i mean because it's the same sort of thing as like painting someone as like a like a bad person like you know just it's not painting bad or good it's just like this person did like some really messed up stuff and is not is not being held accountable for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Back then when Joshua was getting, the, uh, going through the divorce, like he was like silenced because of 
the manipulation that was going on. You know, like he couldn't say anything because they were Colleen just was so like ingrained in all the young fans and had them so passionate. So I do see that element to it as well. Yeah, he um, seems stressed talking about it, which I felt more for him because I'm like to relive something like this because I think he's married now and stuff mm -hmm. like that. It's like it's just like a lot, and like unless he saw something like inappropriate to like I don't know uh, like children or something. I don't know. I feel like it's just more. I don't know. It seems like a lot of stress just for him. I don't know. I'm maybe not. Maybe he felt better getting it out there, but I know he was really nervous. Like I never talked about this. I'm scared of her. I'm all this stuff like that. So I'm like, I don't know. I think it must, especially because his um, wife also like released a statement via swoop. Um, and it seemed like she also holding everything in, like really affected the like marriage too, because they were going through so much. And he, Josh was battling a lot of stuff because of, as a result of like the aftermath of mm. such a messy like divorce. So at least I hope that just having like the platform for, you know, those th three hours like helps them just kind of like get the closure, I guess, you know. Heal totally. Yeah. No, I mean, definitely talk about what you need to talk about. But um... the Shane stuff was really weird in that. Did you see that part? Yes, I saw it. It is like. <laughs> to me because here's the thing like I did not know her that well and I just she would talk crap about Josh but to me it's like is that kind of normal to do when you're in a breakup right like anytime I broke up with someone I always talked so much crap to the person I think the situation are you talking about the honeymoon thing yeah where she's like texting him that they like he was like in fights and abusive and yeah. he's like we were totally fine but I think Swoop even said like I would love to get Colleen's perspective on this because this is very like there has it's to be weird. another side to this yeah. or it's interesting she would talk to Shane about it. I, I don't know. Maybe they work. He seemed to be friends with everyone, but yeah. I don't know. He might. I don't know. To me, it's like, uh, yeah, if she, if she like just made up a story, like it's kind of weird, but. Yeah, it's hard without, that is something where you kind of do need that. I mean, you always need the other side, but that particularly because it is so like. Because what? Like that's so yeah, weird. It's like gone girl level, you know, like. Yeah. I, but like I said, I think to me, it's like. It's not really her talking – again, I, like, probably saw her twice before 2020. Like, I think I saw her two or three times. And, like, literally, yeah, she would, like, talk about how awful it was. But, like, I think that's, like, normal, that right? Was, do you think, though, that, like, she – I forgot where I saw this. But then people were saying that she also, like, back then was, like, using you. Um, yeah. Again, I don't want to be, like – because it's, like, the Adam situation where I'm, like – I didn't like Josh for other reasons, but he did. He said something about, like, couples who always, like, vlog. You know, it's fake what they do. And at the time, I was dating someone who we were just, like, vlogging. And I and I took it as him, like – and that one really was all on me. Like, I, at that time, I didn't feel any loyalty to Colleen. I think she reached out to me after and was, like, maybe told me stuff. But, no, that was about something else he was talking about. I Like, again, not to pull, like, I can't remember. But, but I, yeah. you know, I, I don't remember too much. I just remember, like, he did say something about – Couples who vlog together every day, like they're so fake, it's not real. And maybe I took it personal. Maybe he wasn't talking. It sounded like he's talking about me because I was in a relationship with people questioning if it was real or not and stuff. So it kind of felt like that. But I did go off. But I go, I went off on a lot of people. But <laughs> that one had nothing to do with Colleen because I'm telling you, we just like weren't close like that. There was no thing in my mind where I'm like, I'm gonna attack him for Colleen. You know, it's like mm -hmm. it was probably just maybe somewhat of an unwarranted attack because I just saw something that triggered me. But, um, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't that, but yeah, but, but I think after that, she might've told me just like, Oh yeah, he was awful. And this and that, but I did a collab with Josh before I even met Colleen. So it, he was just a YouTuber in my like head or something. I don't know. 
I, I don't really have any thoughts either way about him, like good or bad. I think at the time, like I said, I was attacking just anyone I felt attacked yeah. by. So it wasn't anything. You were quick to go off back then. <laughs> Give me like a second. I was on it. You know what I mean? And it's like, thank God for like a moment. Like I do have to take a moment, even with the JoJo thing coming out. I gave it a moment, yeah. but it was something I felt like sick to my stomach. If I feel sick to my stomach, I have to like make a video about it and I hope it all goes away. I hope it just like stops, but I don't know. I think the only way it would happen is if she's just like, cause she will come back and people forgive anything, which if you want to, you know, whatever, but it's like, just own up to something. It's like Woody Allen too. He recently said something like, I don't believe in cancel culture. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I guess he's not feeling it because people aren't like boycotting his movies. And like to some degree, he's right. There's no cancel culture because he's still making movies and actors are defending him. But it's like, but acknowledge what you did was so icky and so gross. You married someone that you knew as a child. Like you're so icky for that. And how when people say nothing, it makes me so mad. Woody Allen, especially. And I loved Woody Allen. He was my Twitter bio for so long. I always said like I was a mix between Woody Allen. You know, I loved Woody Allen. Like love, 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 loved him like so much. And probably because I had issues on myself, I was like, oh, I want to marry someone like that or whatever. But now seeing him, it just, again, it's getting older type of thing. I used to defend him so hardcore. I didn't know the extent of it, but I was like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, I would love to marry. Like, I used to think that. But now, like, as a person 35 with, like, a child, I'm like, you're so disgusting. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they do get away with, like, they, you know, people just whatever. But for me personally, it's like acknowledge it especially because like you were so involved you know what I mean like acknowledge it Woody Allen can hide because he's just old and no one really cares anymore he's not in the height of his career and stuff like that but like you hurt so many people the Colleen one there's so many people who who were hurt by you like acknowledge it especially just the children at the end of the day like me who cares I'm an adult you know Josh at the end of the day is an adult and it does suck I'm not taking that away but like these children who are still clearly affected by it I see Becky tweeting all the time I see Adam you know talking about all the time like there's some real shit you should own up for you know yeah and it gets brought up you know with the soup thing it's like it gets brought up and it's almost it almost is like triggering and of course triggers are your own thing to figure out you know you need to figure out how to handle them it's not anyone's fault but it's like I get so upset. The the JoJo made me just so upset. And when they say stuff like this, she's not the first influencer to say it. Where it's like, oh, people are capitalizing off it. It's like, no, people are talking about it. People who have a platform who's like, this so happens to be their job are talking about it because it's like something that's so real and, and needs to be talked about. Like I could talk about anything and make money. You know what I mean? But it's like, you can't just write off as like, oh, people are capitalizing off. It's like, no, people are like, raising awareness about it and keep talking about it because people think it's completely normal apparently. And like I said, she's not the first influencer to say this, to be like, oh, I think it's gross. So she made some mistakes. So it's like this, it's like, that's, that's so, what is, what is wrong? That's what's wrong with the world. It's like that people do think this is so normal, including me. I saw things like Woody Allen's relationship and being like, that's what I want. I want to aspire. And if I'm sure if I was a child and saw people being friends with their favorite influencer, I mean, that's what I did. I would go to Michael Jackson's house hoping to be friends with him, you know, like, it's, but it needs to be talked about over and over again. Like, this is not normal. This is not normal. You shouldn't have friendships with your underage fans. You shouldn't, you shouldn't idolize people. You shouldn't, it's, it's manipulation, whether you see it or not. And clearly Jojo doesn't see it, but it is. You can't mm -hmm. say something is lies when you weren't there. You're hearing it from another party, which is manipulation. Just point blank to say like, it's not lies when there's proof you're manipulated. That's it. Yeah. It makes me so curious about the conversations behind the scenes, you know, for Jojo, like you said, for Jojo to be to be saying that those are lies so obviously someone told her so and what? i know i know how it goes i know how it goes because i was in it for just a short amount of time and it was so stressful i was so sick in june i didn't get my period for like two months so my hormones were all thrown off like it was 
It was so beyond stressful because like, yes, you want to believe this person that you're friends with and like, you know, you think is a good person and she comes off so sweet. Like she, I remember when I first heard about the supposedly like made fun of my weight, sent pictures and stuff like that, like weeks before it came out, I remember just feeling some type of way and I didn't respond right away. And she kept sending me voice memos like, oh my gosh, did I lose you? Like, are you there? And it just like took a full day for me to like, and again, I'm just like someone who's like, I didn't want her to like do anything bad to herself, right? Like, I like she's like, you know, I don't have anyone and everyone probably hates me. All my friends probably hate me. They believe this stuff, you know. So so she's like, everyone, you know, is like not talking to me, whatever. So I just thought, oh. so she's like telling me it's not true. She's telling me all this stuff. And then on top of that, saying that stuff. And I remember that specific one where it was like, oh no, did I lose you? And I was just like, oh. uh, yeah. So it's like, I know this situation and I wanted to like cut ties and it was so hard. And we always knew, we always knew the podcast wasn't coming back. Like it always was that. But she wanted it to come back so bad and wanted all this stuff to happen and just, you know, blow over. And I just, um, so I know that situation and I know it's like really tough, especially when you're so young and you're connected to the whole family. She's connected to the whole family. I'm not connected to, you know, any of them, you know, at all. And it was, it was constant. It was all throughout the day, every day, you know, just getting voice memos, like so many throughout the night. And like, and in one way you do feel for her, right? Like, like I'm, I'm saying in, in like JoJo's situation, right? You're like hearing this anxiety. I could hear it voice memos all hours of the night saying, you know, she doesn't, she can't eat, doesn't see her kids. And like, and probably a lot of that is true. I'm not saying that's a manipulation tactic, but you're just like, well, I don't want this person to like hurt themselves. You know what I mean? Or, you know, with the kids and all this stuff like that. So as someone as an insider, that's what I'm saying is someone isn't like someone who's like close to you, like Jojo or any of her family, like be there for that person, but you can't make excuses. And all I could think of is like, how am I, how do I go about this? How do I say this? Which is why I always say stuff like her friends, I don't think necessarily need – people always are like, well, if you don't say anything, you're part of the problem. But it's like if you don't know the full situation, like you shouldn't talk about it anyways. And I I just didn't know the full situation because she clearly wasn't telling me I don't know everything that happened in those group chats. It's like sometimes it's like it's not your place to say something about someone. So I don't like that whole attitude is if you say something, you're complicit. It's like that's not true. You just – you don't know how to go about it. Do you want to make it a drama? If it happened to like the closest person to me, like my sister or something, like that, you know, it's like you just don't say anything because it's like what do you say, right? You want to be there for the person. You don't want to like just come out and publicly bash them. I think people show over time their signs if they support someone or not. You know what I mean? So – I don't know. People just demand so much from people. And it's like, sometimes that's just like not for me. It's like, I don't know. I was working closely with her. So I'm like, what is the move in this situation? And I feel so strongly about it. That was the other thing. And that was a battle I had so much with Moses. Like this is something, cause even stuff he didn't know. Cause right. Like grooming and stuff like that. Like if you're not, if you weren't groomed, if you didn't go through this stuff, like it is hard to kind of see what these kids are going through and stuff. So I would have this battle with like Moses. Cause I'm just like, how do I say something that I feel so strongly about, but also want to make sure she's just okay as a human being and dealing with the repercussions later? But that was completely hard for you to kind of go through, navigate this whole situation. And because I didn't know what personal triggers you had, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like from going, having experiences like that in your own personal life as a kid and we'd have like lengthy conversations in the car and I'm just like that that is that is grooming that is what it is and I didn't realize it until I was in my 30s mm -hmm. so it's such a it's such a difficult thing and now of course I'm outspoken about it and some people don't like it or whatever but it's like I I held back so much I was manipulated so much I didn't know about a lot of stuff and then the day I did let my personal friendship kind of like almost blur what was happening and now I see it so clearly 
And I'm thankful for that. And some people, if they want to say it's too little, too late, whatever, but it's like, I don't think it's ever too late. That's why I think like if JoJo 10 years from now had something to say about it, it's like, of course you're going to have a different perspective. You know, you're going to see things completely different. And then once I found out she lied to me, that's when I really was like blinders completely off. And I was like, oh my God, like I was manipulated. I was lied to. And it just really, it really, really sucks. And this whole situation sucks. And it's like, if I can be another loud voice in this, like I will. And I feel like the apology didn't mean anything to me. It would mean more if it was to these people who clearly, and Becky's not even an influence. Like Adam, this is his job. That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't go too hard on anyone. Cause it's like, it happens to be his job. This is something that's relevant to him, but Becky, this is not her job. And she's obviously going through a lot, you yeah. know? And so I just, or those other girls in the group chat or anything. It's just like, it's a lot. And people are scared. People are always going to be scared because someone with a large following that has this loyal fan base, and she does still have a loyal fan base, will attack people. I've seen it happen in my life too, where people like attack people who try to stand up for me or whatever, or have similar experiences. Like people just get attacked. So people get scared and I get it. What a saga. What a saga. And it's, gosh, I know. I don't know. It's very on brand for that you ended up being a part of this the no, saga right before. No, I don't want to be in it. I don't want to be in it's, it. I know. It's just so crazy. Like right before. <laughs> I was so, you? I think that kicked off my, this drama, Trish coming, this drama train happening right now. No pun intended. Because I was so just trying to stay uh, low, out of everything. Yeah. And honestly, I didn't even want to say anything because it's like, I was all about not saying anything. There is power in saying something. You know, that's why I've always gone back and forth with not defending myself and stuff like that. Because at the end of the day, there is power in like defending yourself and sticking up for other people and stuff like that. And I and I hate that when like being called drama for it. It's like, no, like there was a very serious thing that happened and now it's like I need to talk about it. Yeah. And it kind of sparked something in me to just keep talking about this. It's like, well, I have a voice. I can handle my emotions better. People listen a little better now that I can control myself and stuff. And so and Picking I think and choosing. Your perspective is very valuable too. As someone who you've gone through similar experiences, like being like a victim of grooming, you have experience with the person who, you know, yeah. everyone that is doing all this stuff. And then, so I feel that, and you have a platform. So it's kind of like the perfect storm yeah. of um, like your perspective, I think is valuable. And yeah. I think for the most part, people see that and the people who don't can fuck off. And right. IMO. <laughs> so. IMO. What's Stop. IMO? <laughs> What is it? Oh, I was like, oh my God. And I was like, H-O-M-O or something. I was like, oh my God, no. Hopefully that's the end. I hope that's the end. I don't know. I feel like she's made enough money. She can just, you know, retire. I don't know. She doesn't strike me as a person to just like let that be her legacy. You know, I feel like, yeah. I, I feel like there would be an attempt. And again, it doesn't have to be. I think if you can like own up to it there's like a little bit not redeeming for me or probably a lot of other people but a little bit you know like a little little bit yeah yeah just give them something like especially your fans i feel like if nothing else you owe it to the people who do like you right like whenever i messed up i'm like i owe it to the people who do like me because they're like rooting for you they want you to be better and good and you know i'm in the mindset sometimes people maybe don't know what they're doing like like giving the hugest benefit of the doubt. I'm like maybe she didn't know that that was inappropriate. But now that you do know, like say, like everyone's gonna make like mess up, and everyone's just trying to make the best decisions based on the information that you have at the time, and that's really all you can do. But to like not make the effort, put in that first step, do the work to like learn, mm-hmm. you know, and accept that you did stuff right because yeah. now we've identified the problem. Like for me, I didn't know what my problem was. I was like, well, I'm. 
whatever, I'm just unhinged, whatever, I'm real. Like, I kept thinking, I was like, oh, there's a problem. Thank you, Dr. Drew. Which is like, oh, there's like something like mentally a little off where I can't regulate my emotions. I thought it was like mental illness, like bipolar, gave me medication. This, you know, like all this stuff like that. And I realized, oh, like I can't control the way I react to things. And so I isolated the problem and got help. And it's like, now she knows what the problem is. So, you know, I don't think she's talking to underage fans anymore. So it's like, acknowledge it do better and people will see that you know it's like you can't come back fully clean from this but you can come back a little like you said she probably wants to keep being creative and she's talented and all that stuff like that so it's like try to be better it's like woody allen is like 75 and just like i'm whatever yeah piece of shit but whoo we did it with the hat i was gonna sing but i can't even do my whistle tone because my throat is so dry how do singers do it how do they talk and sing and this is what donnie was saying you gotta work your exercise your voice you know i was like oh my god you watched it but you edited it <laughs> Such a great guy. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for watching this episode of Just Trish. I hope that you guys take it for what it is. It's just entertainment. I don't know too much. Oscar knows a little more than me. And then we got <laughs> Moses knowing a lot, but it's silent over there in the in the corner. He's not really in the corner. We need to get a wide shot. Anyways, <laughs> thank you guys so much for watching. And we'll see you next time on Just Trish.